everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Watchlist Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Boyer, and we have a, something a little bit different for you guys today. I'm joined by two guests, uh, one who you may remember back from episode three, Brennan Borse, and another friend Hi. of mine from high school, uh, Rob Morrissey. How are you guys doing? Hello. I'm good. Coming at you from t- live telecom. It's bad out here. It's bad out here, <laughs> Philly. Uh, people are looting. The streets are chaos. Brennan, how are you doing? I mean, I ran out of uh, lube on day one, so I mean, I have just been dry jacketing it for like uh, four straight days. It's like that it's, has been a, a real concern for me. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I, cut the bit. I'm gonna cut the bit and get into something real. That's been a huge concern for me. Is like, where are all these Chatterbait models gonna get? I'm sorry, is that this kind of show? Like, what yeah, kind just of say, show you can this? say whatever you want. We're off to a great start. <laughs> watching these chatterbait models i'm like you guys use so much lube i hope you stocked up like i know amazon's only delivering groceries now Ugh, that's no, my I, whole dude that's i started concern. using shampoo at a certain point but it gave oh, me a rash God. it was whack as hell <laughs> yeah we're doing great how are you doing i Jacob? miss talking to you guys so much <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, um, we're. I usually, for those listening in, I, I do try and co- record these uh, a little bit far in advance. So uh, the the if if the, this whole thing is blown over by now, we, we are kind of in the height of the whole uh, statewide nationwide shutdown. So uh, just frame of reference. Uh, but I've been holding up well, all things considered. Had plenty of time to watch some interesting movies, which we'll uh, we'll get into later. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm mad at both of you. <laughs> I'm like, like, I didn't realize until like four o'clock today that apparently we're all fighting, or at least, like both of you are fighting with me. It was very, it was very frustrating. Well, I mean, the other thing is, I've been I've been trying to get Brennan to watch my pick for about the length of time I've known the both of you. Oh, and <laughs> well, this is the only way I was making it happen. Oh, so I'm sorry. Like, when I realized I could like force you to watch a film, I was like, what are the movies I've struggled to get him to watch? <laughs> I stand by my choice. My choice was good. Yeah, I stand by mine. <laughs> of, of the choices made, yours was not the worst one, Rob. I'll say that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that was Jacob, because I, I haven't listened to your show, but when when you sent me that pick, I was like, oh, I know exactly what kind of show I'm going on. <laughs> I still don't know what you guys are talking about. That was nothing short of a, of a modern masterpiece. It's but, uh... like, I know we're not talking about I've seen the face truly. of God. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, now that we've sufficiently teased that for later in the episode, uh, let's just get into some generic stuff. Uh, so, since we're all since we're all under quarantine, uh, what have what have been some things you guys have been watching to pass the time? Oh boy, um, where do we start? I guess New Girl, oh, uh, <laughs> Gilmore Girls, uh, only the recent Simpsons. I, I, I will say that for like a split Girls, second, the Rob, HBO show. When I when I first got your recommendation, Rob, I was uh, I was driving and just popped up on my phone. I glanced at it really quick, and for a second, I was like, Wait, "Mean Girls." Oh, well. <laughs> is that, is that, we're going there. God, huh? Interesting. Yeah, well, 
I wish I would have made Brennan and myself far too happy. Um, yeah, I in actuality, I've been mainly playing video games. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. That's a that's a pretty big same for me. I uh, recently I got my copy of uh, um, Uncut Gems on Blu-ray the other mm. day, so I've been trucking through that like meal by meal. But that's only like half hour at a time, and then I can just kind of go back to playing video games. Right. Yeah, Brennan can only watch movies a half hour at a time. That's uh, it's, <laughs> I live life a half hour at a time, Rob. It's <laughs> a good way to live life. Yeah, so, what, what, so then, what kind of video games you guys been playing then? I know, Brennan, you mentioned a little bit uh, Death Stranding in the last uh, last time I had you on. Oh, yeah. Oh, I feel so, like, so many moons ago. Um, <laughs> I, I recently, so many highways ago. Yeah, exactly. So many highways that I built for other people that I can't use anymore. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm done playing the game. Now, I, I, I ran through um, God of War, which is great. Spider-Man, mm. which is great, aside from Spider-Man being a cop. Um, and mm. then the last of us, which was mm. pretty good. Um, and, uh, you know, just kind of fucking around with the uncharted stuff now. Mm. Fair enough. Rob, what about you? Um, well, I, I've been playing a lot of, uh, fallout 76. Basically I, uh, I spent a couple hours, you know, tearing down and rebuilding my camp. And I go spend a couple hours killing zombies and leveling up. Um, and then I go and tear my camp down, and then I rebuild it. Um, I don't really know what else you do in that game, but yeah, I've been logging like a lot of hours because they because mm. they dropped a they dropped a double exp event for the like quarantine because they know ever it's the scummiest shit. It's like Brennan brought this up to me. When, in 2008, when the financial crisis happened, Modern Warfare 2 dropped oh, yeah. the stimulus package. It was called the <laughs> stimulus package because they knew, like, oh, 5 million Americans just lost their jobs. And there was, like, an <laughs> uptick of players. So they dropped the stimulus package. Yeah. So a bunch of games have been doing that. And I, I've been, like, I've been really struggling because I work from home now. Mm-hmm. I've been struggling not to just play video like on the conference calls in the mornings because uh, we've switched to digital I now cover my camera and just play video games <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, uh, yeah it's uh that is definitely like Fallout 76 um, Apex Legends we're playing a lot of Apex Legends which the movie I recommended is just the 1997 Battle Royale movie like mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's the the Fortnite Apex movie. Um, but I'm playing that a lot, which is tough. Yeah, because there's a lot of like 13 year old kids on Adderall who are home now. So that's been so very competitive recently. It's so embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's what I got going on. That's really where you find out where your skill set truly lies when all the kids are finally online. Well, I, oh yeah, I've explained this to I've like talked to Rob about this multiple times. That it's super frustrating to know that like as much time we put into video games that we're like not even close to the top like percent like quarter percentile of like people that are good at them or whatever. Exactly. Hold on, wait. Speak for yourself. I'm definitely in that top quarter. <laughs> I might be the line between that top corner and the bottom 75%. But I don't know about that, Rob. I'm there, baby. Oh, I also, the one thing I watched, uh, I I watched Bad Lieutenant again. 
recently. Mm. Bad Lieutenant is the most upsetting movie of of the 20th century, which movies have only been around since the 20th century. So there you go. <laughs> it's the most upsetting one. Um, Are you talking about Harvey Keitel or Nick Cage? Yes, Harvey Keitel. Okay. It is just so upsetting. There's a four-minute scene of him shooting heroin. like, And the other thing is, like, you watch him smoke so much crack. Yeah. So much crack. It, it's, yeah. That movie <laughs> really upset the shit out of me. And I also watched Leon the Professional. Mm. And can I ask you guys a question? Sure. In the extended cut of that, do, does he hook up with Natalie Portman? Is that a thing? Uh, I mean, it's French been ages. Do. I don't. I don't remember. Okay, because I've, I've, I did not watch the extended cut, but I've had people. I've said to people recently, you should watch that movie, and they've been like, oh, that movie is like about a weird older Frenchman like banging a 10 year old Natalie Portman. I was like, no, it's not. At least not the one I saw. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of in there. It's been actual years since I've seen. Well, she's that, trying but, uh... to do it to him. She's trying to catch him. She, that's what she's well, the predator. Okay. So, so while it's a real hard candy subject, situation. While we're blaming victim. Well, it's also it's also kind of a fucking fatal finding situation. Oh, which is the, one of the oh, more dude. upsetting parts. Investigate the these thing. filmmakers. Investigate <laughs> the filmmakers. Neil Breed needs to be like guillotine immediately. Uh, Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm what so, have you been watching, Jacob? I'm so, we, we I'm have so a looking forward brain. to this. No, it's uh, <laughs> oh, other than your guys' movies, just it's been mainly uh, suggestions uh, for the for the show. Uh, I've been kind of in in whatever free time I can get. Sometimes I'll, I'll rewatch clips of stuff to figure if like oh, what's a good uh, future recommendation. I'm I'm toying with right now. Uh, there, I have someone coming up on my guest list who has no idea who Hunter Thompson is, and I'm thinking of springing fear and loathing on them. But uh, I don't know for sure if I'll pull the trigger on that. But I did re- rewatch a little bit of Fear and Loathing lately, and uh, along with I don't know if you guys are familiar with the uh, there was a documentary that came out in like 2008, I think, called The uh, Gonzo. Yeah, that was really really yeah. good. I rewatched oh, the, parts the of Life that. Of times. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. documentary is I like that better than Fear and Loathing for mm-hmm. sure. I, I really that like that documentary. Yeah, um, one of my Johnny, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is like. Totally sober for at least uh, one day of filming. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, he's this got like work. good interviews. He's yeah. got like actual like can talk to people interviews. <laughs> uh, what happened? Yeah, Amber heard well, some of it, <laughs> but uh, no one to blame. This is not a victim <laughs> blaming <laughs> podcast. Jake, you might want to edit that part out for yourself, bud. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, man. the actress that was in Aquaman would not do that. <laughs> <All right. laughs> oh my god! <sighs> the esteemed actress in the Love Diary. <laughs> the Love Diary. The Rum Diary. Oh, the Rum Diary. <laughs> I'm having a stroke. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> By the oh, way Rum Diary is like pretty fucking unwatchable. I, I I really I can't get on board with it. Yeah, I, well, I okay. Here's here's three movies. Here's three movies. They're all very similar, except two of them work. You got okay. the Rum Diary. You have Inherent Vice and The Master. Which two do that thing the best? Oh, the two Paul Thomas Anderson movies. Yeah. Exactly. Like, <laughs> <get> the... <laughs> 
It's been a while since I, I watched the Rum Diary back like when that, I was at like the height of my Hunter Thompson, and I remember not hating it, but I don't remember liking it. So I'll have to I'll have to give that one a, a, another viewing and see what, what changes. Who's the Who's the guy who's in Gone in sixty seconds? Giovanni Ribisi. Yes, mm. the only enjoyable part of that movie is Giovanni Ribisi and his uh, fat friend. That's <laughs> all I know how to describe him as. Yeah, I I I think those are my favorite scenes is when they're just kind of uh, goofing off with uh, Johnny Depp. In the car, yeah. you know, they're like oh really? Because I I like it when Aaron Eckhart is being mo- mean to poor people. That's, uh, <laughs> that's kind of what I. Uh... Oh, you mean the behind the scenes of Aaron Eckhart? <laughs> <laughs> just the trailer footage, yeah, yeah, yeah. just the scenes. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> All right, so let's get. Uh... You, hold up, hold okay. up. Do you think he does the two face thing with immigrants? They like go over the <laughs> and he like flips the coin on them. Like, I, it's I don't like the guy. I'm not condoning him. I'm just saying. Oh my god, it, it, it's funny. It, kind of a weird tangent. My uh, younger brother finally saw The Dark Knight for the first time ever. Uh, and he was uh, how old is your he? younger brother 10 uh no he he just went into his uh freshman year at uh, uh of college so he but he was never really big into movies he's only just recently kind of gotten in well i mean now of course he's gotten into like uh movies to kill kill Jacob, time when he's on he lockdown but uh yeah no he, it's clearly uh... <laughs> clearly he hates the thing you love most he sees something in you that is this what i'm gonna become one day <laughs> these, these films took my brother from me it's bad enough that i look like him <laughs> but it's uh <laughs> so can i can i like build off of just people seeing films in college versus high school and middle school right like if you if you saw Star Wars or any of the Tarantino films, that's the in, other thing too. Is that that's other stuff that he's also getting into now. Well, that's if you wait until you watch those movies, or if you wait till you're in college to watch them, you will have bad opinions about them. Mm. I I wholeheartedly believe every person I know who like didn't watch Star Wars till college thinks that like. All the prequels are all, like, not even worth watching. They're, like, six more than four, and five is just, like, unimportant to everyone. More prequel talk on this podcast. I'm sorry, Jacob. No, no, no. It's okay. We're going to – I haven't – Well, wait. Okay. What are the good ones to you, Jacob? I I know I keep derailing. No, no, no. It's okay. I I really enjoy um, Empire, and I really enjoy Return of the Jedi. Uh, okay. The prequels are guilty pleasures. Like I know they're not good, but I'll I'll, sk- ah! I'll, I'll skip to yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. we, can, we can stop. We can stop right there. I'll, I'll skip. I'll skip to the. I, I, I usually whenever I'm watching the prequels, it's just for the uh, the action scenes. If I'm honest, the worst, literally like, <laughs> worse action scenes than the originals. I disagree, but yeah, I, the I, prequels are all about politics, baby. Politics, <laughs> politics, politics. Rob, Rob, Rob. <laughs> the Duel of the Fates is like the greatest. Um, like, the like Fates is like an allegory for the American justice system. Did you exactly. hear how they reused it in nine? <laughs> and it looks good. In the fight. <laughs> All right, we can stop talking about Star Wars. No, no, it's that. okay. But uh, so the, I guess I, I we talk. I t- keep bringing this up. Do, in wait, every wait, single... real quick, Jacob. Do you <laughs> renounce the sequel trilogy? I renounce the last one. I don't like. Right, I don't well, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I, there's like, I really, Ryan Johnson, 
I liked Knives Out, and that's pretty much it. And I do like some of the things that he did in Episode Eight, but I don't. And I think Force Awakens was just a, a soft remake of uh, New Hope. Oh, you think? Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's be clear. Let's be clear. Rian Johnson deserves his own trilogy. Rian mm-hmm. Johnson did nothing wrong. Rian Johnson is great at Twitter. Okay, that's yeah. all I have to wow. say about oh Rian Johnson. Oh my god! He's. I, oh my god! I, I, I didn't. He say somewhere that he was getting like that. He was going to do a uh, not like a sequel trilogy, but like it was going to be a, a trilogy of movies set in the Star Wars universe, but have nothing well, to do with so the Skywalker him, saga. They promised him a trilogy before eight even came out. Mm-hmm. And then about six months after eight came out, Basically or no, more like a year, more like a year after the backlash really settled in, they took it away from him. But six months ago, he went and did an interview with like Access Hollywood and said that his trilogy is still on. No, for here's still- what happened. Yes, he did. This, shit, <laughs> this is listen. It's happening. This is it's like happening. no. Here's this what's is the really deep happening. state trying to take down a great filmmaker. <laughs> the deep state. Ryan Johnson. <laughs> Rian. Oh, Rian. <laughs> is it Ryan or Rian? Because I've only ever it's heard Rian. Ryan. It's, it's Rian. Rian. Oh, wow. Listen. Ryan Johnson. Rian. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> All right. So okay, so yeah, that's that's kind of that's where I stand with the uh, this. I'm not as big into them as as everyone else is, but I I, I like the I like Empire and I like Return of the Jedi, and, okay. and Last Jedi has a few has some moments that are, I'm like okay I I, I like that, but Wait, it's it's, it's, a, it's a flawed other... movie, but I, I I do like it. I what Rogue One? Just give me like a five sentence or five sentence five words five <laughs> yeah, words on Rogue One. Good action good last five minutes all right like, i'm getting <laughs> off of this call right now Goodbye, I, i'm so frustrated i didn't know i didn't know <laughs> okay right. sorry good last five minutes not good last 20 seconds how about that i yeah no <laughs> just no pass on the whole movie if you, about, no, listen, about, there's if, nothing good to be said about it does it does, does, does it make yeah, up for the not. does the fact that i i never watched solo make up for that Solo is so much better. Oh my god, I'm failing left and right here. Yeah, this solo is better than a new hope. Really? A is no longer about what Jacob wanted to do. But B, (laughs) it's also it's not a safe place for Jacob to be anymore. (laughs) No, I understand. I am kind of glad that we have this quarantine in effect. I may have to. Otherwise, I would have to lock my door tonight. (laughs) Oh man. Okay, so. I, one last thing before we kind of get into the uh, the more broad, uh, uh, well, not yeah, more, more broad, yeah, but the uh, yeah. <laughs> so we kind of touched. I keep on bringing it up in the early episodes, and Brian, we talked about it on the episode you were on already. But Rob, uh, what are some of your favorite movies overall? Your go tos? It's tough, man. I I love The Godfather, uh, Apocalypse Now. Those are like two that kind of never leave the top five, but I have like an ever-evolving like top ten, you know. Um, right. right now, it's like Uncut Gems. Mm-hmm. Uncut Gems is like key. I think a key to success and happiness is watching that movie. Okay. Um, definitely, definitely Parasite. I know you guys just oh, talked yeah. about it. 
Parasite really like really broke into my favorite, you know, films right now. Uh, I'll you give you one what? more. You, you I want to give you one more. I just ah, never mind. All right, you can do no, 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 no. Yeah, what, no Brent, I, I want to hear what Brennan said. <laughs> what, what, what were you gonna say there? Uh, you know, I like <laughs> Parasite. I just like it less now that I've sat with it. Um, really. Because it's a foreign movie, you know, it just, oh. it just you're sucks. Just, it just you're just like on the know? quarantine. Ew. You're Gross. like, we gotta you know, keep. Like, <laughs> I don't we gotta keep know. our borders closed, huh? The Chinese yeah, yeah. parasite. It's all their fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to keep parasites out of my house right now. I had to throw my Blu-ray out. <laughs> so, sorry, yeah, the, Rob, you were other, saying. Well, yeah, the the last one I want to give you, and like these are just. Uh, like I said, it's ever evolving. These are all newer ones on here right now. Uh, Train to Busan. Hmm. Now, yeah, I'm, yeah, I think I talked about that too. I'm not a huge zombie movie guy, and Train to Busan is it's South Korean, right? I think it's it's a yeah. South Korean zombie film. It's the greatest zombie film ever made. It really hmm. does better than any American zombie movie. And I'm going all the way back. I know American film invented zombie. I'm going all the way back. This beats hmm. them. Um, to the point that, like, I recommend this movie to people that I know do not like zombie movies. Hmm. That's that's I that's like Train to Busan is for sure uh, top pick, top pick. Mm. That's like your go-to. Like anyone's like, oh man, what's a good uh, good movie you'd recommend? If, it's Train to Busan. Yeah, if if someone's looking for something good that's gonna like throw them, like really not something that is totally comfort zone stuff. Um, you know, th- that movie really does it for me. I also, like, I'll admit, my opinion might be a little jaded because it is a very deep, like, fa- like father-child story to it. And my dad had just died. So oh. so that was very, like, that hit home for sure. But, yeah, that movie is, like, going to be in there for a while. It's a mm-hmm. killer movie. Yeah, it- it's really good. I haven't seen it in a while, but I, I should definitely rewatch it sometime. Hearing you talk about it reminds me how good it is. Oh yeah. Uh, and then I one other thing I, I meant to say it at the top of the show, but we kind of derailed almost immediately. But uh, I did want to just say because I and I t- touched again on this a little bit with you, Brennan. But uh, Rob, I, for those listening, uh, Rob is a friend of mine from high school, uh, and you were a really big instrumental part in helping me get my first awful feature film made. Uh, both of you in in oh, many wow. different ways. So I just wanted to say thanks for I, that before we uh, come on. on. With that, Jacob. No, no, you, yeah, no, you, no, you helped it's... out a lot, man. It, like it, with like like even though with the whole acting thing, like you had a lot of insightful things to say about the writing. With the whole and bad I, acting exactly. Well, no, with the writing, and I, I and I, I definitely needed all the help I could get in the, the writing area. So and then Rob, obviously, with your whole. Oh yeah, you can let this schmuck use my camera for an hour after school every day. That was Whoa, that was huge. Schmuck. You? No, no, no. You're not. No, I I knew that I knew that you like were actually you set out to do something, and I knew that I was just like getting high every day, putting that camera like in my backpack and not using it. So we're good. You're good, man. Like I'm I'm happy that you uh happy that you get to do like continue with this shit. And when you actually when you make a feature film. Like you're gonna have to give us EP credits, so of it's course. not like we're of not. <laughs> it's not like we didn't gain something from that. Definitely, as soon as I as soon as I crowdfund something successful, you guys are there. 
Oh, uh, crowdfunding. Never mind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want my name now. on that shit. <laughs> charity, bro. What am I, a socialist? Arabian Shell companies <laughs> and like you're stealing money from governments to make your movies. Yeah, real quick, guys. Um, yeah. So I have got the first Pokemon movie mm-hmm. um, playing in the background right now. <clears throat> and. Um, what can I say? Mewtwo is dummy thick. Oh boy! I mean, yeah. like, look at the hips on that thing. Right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, thing, I was, I, I was a I Yu-Gi-Oh guy. Mewtwo. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, I gotta say that the the hip to thigh ratio, you know, it's it's perfect. Yeah, on Mewtwo, but. Yes, I don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you almost left me out high and dry. There. I don't know if this is the best episode yet or the worst, but uh, I'm enjoying it. So. <laughs> oh well, either way, we're gonna get you there. It's gonna be one or the other, for sure. All right, so here's a, a fun little thing we can do before we get into the actual uh, film discussion. I don't know if we'll go through the entire list that I have here, but uh, time permitting, we'll see what we can do. So. Are you guys familiar with the whole tier list thing that was going on on the internet a while ago where people were like ranking random things into like S tier, A tier, all the way down to oh, F? Oh, you mean when the, um, internet the internet stole a piece of gaming culture? <laughs> yeah. And like made it for made it for normies? Basically, yeah. yeah. So I, one thing that Brennan and I talked a little bit about, uh, well, we talked extensively about this past year's Oscars, but we kind of touched on our thoughts on how the best picture winners in the past few years have been kind of, eh. So one thing I thought would be interesting is if we went down the list of, uh, past few years, <clears throat> the best picture winners of the Oscars and, uh, let's, uh, put them on, put them on a tier list. So cool. I'll just go right down the list, starting with, uh, this starting with parasite. We'll work our way backwards and we'll, uh, we'll decide where each one goes. So, uh, wait, how low does the scale go? So we're S is like the gold standard, like yeah. amazing. And then you go A, B, C, D, E, F with F okay. being absolute shit. So okay. cool. All right. Starting with parasite. How do you guys, I know Brennan, you've, uh, reversed your opinion but uh where, no. where, where... <laughs> i was in, i'm sorry i was in character as aaron eckhart i was um where do you I, guys I'll think give parasite it a, i'll give it an a or a b right mm. yeah oh, I, i'm I, i'm a, tempted to a. give it s i don't think it's an s tier movie mm. it's, uh, oh, i forgot that s was a tier there yeah well i'm definitely tempted i mean you're putting it I give it B? A. You see, I was saying A okay. or B because, like, yeah. Brennan, you're coming in being like, I hate people from Korea, so. <laughs> Aaron Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart. <laughs> I was trying to give you, like, some wiggle room with your racism. <laughs> well, listen, Aaron Eckhart also said that shit about Mewtwo. I don't know if you who you were in character as, uh, but it seemed like you you agreed with Aaron Eckhart quite I did bit, agree with way. Aaron Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart's a really smart guy. Oh, wait. Wait a minute. Hold up. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm Paris. also a racist. I'm dropping yeah, parasite no, into no, A tier. No, no. <laughs> Give it an A tier. Give it All right, an A-tier. yeah, get, we're giving it an A. All right. The next up, Green Book. <laughs> I'm S. Like, what's the lowest tier? F. F. F <laughs> Definitely. S-tier. I have not seen it. I have not. It's seen an S tier. S is in Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I'm sorry. How seriously am I supposed to take this? Because that win was one of my favorite wins in a while. 
I mean, like, isn't it I almost wasn't... the most perfect thing? A group of 20 Italian men in tuxedos getting on stage <laughs> to accept an award about like racism, tolerance, movies. <laughs> All right, so Green Book, we're, are we are we comfortable with F tier? Yeah. All right, The Shape of Water. I liked it, B tier. I'll give it a. I I would give it a. Dude, oh, I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while, and now my mm. opinion feels because like I've gone through so much since that. We've all the world, really, the nation, America's <laughs> changed, and we need to change with the times. We need to compromise and be bold. So I'm going to say like a B tier. B tier. Okay. Yeah. I'm fine with that. The, the fish romance movie. We're getting very progressive. Moonlight. <laughs> Where do we fall on that? Um, Wait, which, which movie? I was talking. Uh, I didn't hear you. No, it's okay. Moonlight. Oh, I didn't see it. Pass. I'm not going <laughs> <laughs> to. I liked it when I saw it. Um, I mean, like, can only if you only give one T. Oh man, I just um, ugh, I resent a photo. Uh, <laughs> I uh... <laughs> okay, <laughs> Brennan, please stop. <laughs> Brennan's just sending me the worst shit on my phone right now. <laughs> Oh, I have been caught. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is some like really sad. Uh, this is definitely close. the best podcast. I just recorded. have to describe the one. I just have to describe the one. Brennan just sent me a, a picture. It's a cartoon of Peter Parker tied to a bed with two girls. I guess Mary Jane and Gwen Stacy measuring his like two inch less than two inch cock and laughing at him while he's got a vibrator in his this is not the first time Brennan has sent me things like this I think that's the hardest I've ever heard Brennan laugh (laughs) Okay, all this is to say Moonlight is a C tier. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's true. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) All right, Spotlight. (laughs) I didn't even see that one. I I like Spotlight. I really did like Spotlight. Um, I, I mean, like, can... So can you say the same tier as something you've already said, or do you have? Yeah, yeah, to, yeah, like, yeah. No, we, no, we can put we can put every more than one movie per tier. Brennan, have uh, you ever seen a tier list? <laughs> no, I mean, I, there's tears coming out of my face right now. <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I, I'm gonna say A for Spotlight. I really like Spotlight. It's a hmm. really um, the it's not like a uh, none of the characters are like super distinct. And like, and that I think is like part of the script, even too, with how it's trying to be accurate. But all of the mm-hmm. actors are really kind of doing their own thing to like bring it together. And it is just like, I don't know, it's a nice little thing. I like Michael Keaton, Mark Ruffalo's killing it. It's uh, Rachel McAdams is good too. Everyone's kind of doing their own little thing. I like it. Mm. Rob, have you seen Spotlight? Because I have. That's one of the only ones on this list I haven't seen. 
I've seen Spotlight. Um, I would agree A tier just with the caveat that like we all need to remember it's a totally fictional movie. None of yeah, that fictitious, actually fictitious. Yeah. Like a lot of people a lot of people call the church every day about that movie and we're you're just wasting their time. <laughs> Alright, now this one I do have opinions on, Birdman. I'm feeling a, a strong A at the very least. What do we think I'll give of it a man? pretentious. I'll give it a pretentious A. Hmm. I'm gonna say C. C, really, Ooh. for Birdman. What makes you say yeah. that? Yeah, I liked it when I saw it. It really kind of fell for me over time. Um, I don't know. The uh, it does because Rob said pretentious A. That's like my main critique of the movie in general. Mm. All right, I'm I'm putting it in a pretentious A. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 12 Years a Slave. Did not see it. Didn't see it? <laughs> I think, I I think know, famously, man. no, if I remember correctly, I think you, Brennan, famously said that uh, the only slave movie you needed to see that year was Django Unchained. <laughs> so I guess yeah, that's uh, your justification. Which, Brennan, which makes Brennan, like, <laughs> at the very least, a Trump voter. Hold up, hold up. Because the Brad Pitt produced movie is so much the movie where Brad Pitt gets to be like I'm nice to slaves is so much better than Django and Shane. No, I, I have mixed feelings about Twelve Years a Slave just because like, I thought you love slavery I so much. I, and it's such a compelling I'm movie. Like, I understand. I'm like economically, it's such a smart play. I just you know capitalist at heart. No, I. It just bored the shit out of me. Hmm. I was like, this is just a... Like, I did not enjoy that movie. Um, but in the effort of, like, just humbling ourselves, let's let's all agree it's probably an F-tier movie. Really? No, I don't know, dude. <laughs> I didn't like it. I actually don't even want to place it on this list, dude. I don't know. I'm gonna I have be, a weird opinion. I mean, it's on it. the list because it's a best picture movie, you know? Yeah, well, is it? Is Does it have to be? <laughs> I, I, I let's see. Hold Rob, on. Let's let's have an aside really we quick are here. Hold on one second. Of our whole reality. I'm gonna look up what else was. Uh, <laughs> let's look up what else was nominated that year, and we'll see if we can place yeah, something I'm else look some on other that stuff list. Up real quick. All right, oh hold my on. God, uh, <laughs> yeah, 2013 Oscars. Uh, we got. Oh, okay. I know automatically what's what this is going. Okay, so the, the 2013 we had 12 Years a Slave, which won. Uh, American Hustle. Captain Phillips, Dallas Buyers Club, Gravity, Her, Nebraska, Philomena, and Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street, S tier. Yeah. S tier. Okay. And, like, I understand how problematic that movie is. And anyone who wants to, like, dox me, go ahead. (laughs) I don't care. But, like, that is one of the more enjoyable films that has come out in a long time. If you're talking about just like a movie that's just trying to make you have fun, which so many movies are trying to make you feel or learn something, I'm just like, I want to feel good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then, yeah. So the next up on the list was uh, 2012. Uh, we got Argo was the winner that year. I liked Argo. I haven't seen it in forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty much the same. Same. Uh, I remember... I don't know. I I remember post that movie winning, having some feelings about it. I don't know. I'd say B. B. Okay, I'm I'm fine with B. Yeah. We'll just lump that one in there. 
then next up we got the artist. I uh, another one I haven't seen in the ages. I didn't see it at all. Fuck you didn't see it at all. Mm. Uh, yeah, I also have not seen it. <laughs> I'll, there, I'll put that one in uh, in C tier just because I feel like I can't talk uh, accurately about that. Uh, Kings- Brennan, Brennan, <laughs> you, are- <laughs> you gotta stop. You gotta stop. And what's the picture stop. this time, Rob? I it's, it's like it's Legos. It's Legos like cheating on their wives. <laughs> There's an incredible amount of story detail in one speech bubble. In one, honey, I'm. Oh, dude. And the other one is just like too bad to describe. Actually, I don't know. Okay. I'm worried about who will hear this for your sake, Jacob. <laughs> oh, this is going out everywhere. I get, uh, but I'll, if there's anything questionable you decide that you want taken out later, just let me know. If the Lego, if the Lego has crossed the uh, crossed the line, then uh, we'll take that I out. I just later. feel so bad for this Lego wife. <laughs> <laughs> or if we just don't give a shit, just send them to me after the show, and I'll throw them up where I usually put the movie. Well, posters. that's a great idea, actually. <laughs> Actually, I, well, because I also I have some I have some screen caps of uh, of the movie you recommended, Jacob, and a picture the picture of the director's Wikipedia. I would yeah. also like put up if you are putting up pictures. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sounds good. This Wikipedia picture is righteous. Yes, yes, it is. All right, so I guess we can get uh, we're about halfway through this list. We can just breeze through the rest of these because I am getting to the point where I don't really remember much about most of these. Uh, all right, so then we got the King's Speech back when Tom Hooper was not a furry. Oh, I'll, <laughs> I'll give it a I'll give it a B. Mm. B I mean, that movie just the just the grain on that movie is boring as fuck. <laughs> I don't like that movie. What would you give it? Uh, I mean, respectful, like, C-. minus. All right. That's even a possibility. I don't know. Mm. Let's compromise and give it a C, I guess. I, that's another one where I feel like I haven't seen it in so long, so I, I can't accurately talk about it. Uh, all right. The Brennan hurt- just <laughs> found a picture oh of a God. Lego with muscles, <laughs> <laughs> which is very distracting from the other Lego blowing him. <laughs> <laughs> Brennan, fuck off. <laughs> All right. All right. I, I am listening. I am listening. <laughs> There's nothing right, wrong with some side entertainment. <laughs> the Hurt Locker. We got up next. Ooh, S Boo. Boo. S tier. Propaganda. S tier. Propaganda. S tier for. I, that's, I, I don't remember actually seeing The Hurt Locker. That movie's good. I that remember. Movie, like, don't listen to Brennan. All right. Do we want to? I'll I'll compromise and put it in a B tier or C tier. I guess no compromise. <laughs> this is where I draw D-tier. the line. In the sand. <laughs> all right. I'll compromise. I'll give it a uh, stops here. All right. I'll get okay. We'll we'll just drop it there for now. I'll I'll throw up the list. You'll see where I placed it later. Oh, did we just drop the <laughs> Iraq War where we where we were like we can't figure out where to go from here. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> oh damn, Rob! <laughs> uh, all right, damn. So, 
Slumdog Millionaire. I like it. Yeah. Never seen it. Uh, again, been way too long. C. Yeah. C tier. I'll give it a C. I like Danny Boyle. Yeah, I he he's done he's done some pretty good stuff. He he did a movie. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I thought it's really underrated. Sunshine. That uh, sci-fi no. one with uh, what's his name? Uh, Scarecrow from the the Christopher Nolan. Killian Murphy. Yeah, kill, uh, he, no. he's in it. Uh, Chris Evans is in it. Uh, Mark Strong. It's 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 pretty good. I mean, it has a lot of problems with it, but it's. Oh, you talk about Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. <laughs> all, all right. Be some Peaky Blinders. Here's yeah. All right. Here we got some opinions about these next two at least. Uh, no Country for Old Men. Oh, I like it a lot. S tier right there. S tier, yep. I'm not, I have no argument with that. Uh, the Departed. S tier. Yeah, I agree. Another S tier. Oh, man. Comical. Because we're in the golden age. We're literally in the best years of the 2000s. Hmm. All right. Then uh, I, I haven't seen this one, Crash. I have not seen that either. Um. I'll uh I'll I'll give it an S tier for all the homies out in in Los Angeles right now in quarantine. S tier for my boys. Okay. Uh. All right. Getting... Crash is good. Crash is good. Crash is good. Okay. Crash Bandicoot's good. <laughs> it's got people don't like it. People don't like it because it's one of those like over. It it's like Magnolia. It it's like a weird ensemble mm. thing. Okay. So then uh, next up we got Million Dollar Baby. Never seen it. Uh. It... It's all right. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw that into B tier for me, and I'm okay. gonna give a big shout out to my my pops up in heaven, uh, mm. looking down on me right now. He really liked that movie a lot. Mm. All right, kidding you, dumbass yeah. bitch. F tier. That movie sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I'm looking right down at you, you dumb old man. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. Uh, Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. Oh, oh, S tier. Yeah. S tier? This yeah. is like making me think that I actually shouldn't be that mad at the Oscar. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like not happy about it. <laughs> oh, I don't know how to feel. All right. Uh, final three. Uh, we got Chicago, I, which I oh, haven't S-tier. seen in years. S tier. S tier. That beat out. Oh, yeah. uh, that year, we also had Gangs of New York, The Hours. uh Lord of the Rings, Two Towers, and The Pianist. Yeah, Chicago. I stick with Chicago? it. Chicago. Okay. I mean, it already won. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it an A tier. I don't know about S tier. Richard Richard uh, Gear, right? He's the yeah. guy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about him. He's amazing. What are you talking? I about, don't know Joe? about him. All right. Ugh, whatever. All right. Death you. Final Pretty two. Woman broke that woman's fingers. No. Uh, huh. It, he, he, had broke that, ass, if he broke that pretty woman's <laughs> fingers with jewelry box. No, you you misread the scene. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped watching. I slammed the VHS player into the ground. VHS no, no, player. Snapping. No, no. She starts laughing. She starts laughing. No. Yeah. She does it. Her fingers yes. were broken. <laughs> oh, my uh. God. Oh, this is so good. All right. Final two. <laughs> a beautiful mind. Uh, no. B, I don't even know. B, C. Uh, I think it's a C tier. Because the movie takes that guy. What's his name? Uh, uh, John Nash. Nash. It takes John Steve. Nash. 
John that it takes John Nash's like big theory, the thing he built his career on, and says, "Hey, if you and your friends are trying to fuck three women, do it this way, <laughs> not this way." It's like he's the worst piece of shit in the world. <laughs> oh my god! And then to top it all off, he dies in a car crash. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> luckily his son is still. His son lives out. Shouldn't we all be so lucky? Yeah. <laughs> his son like lives in Lancaster with all his dad's money and like ro- <laughs> he like rolls around in cowboy boots apparently. Really? Yeah. Oh man, that's weird. I I live like right near Lancaster. I should uh go look in one day. Go find him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and then last but not least, we got Gladiator. Ooh, uh, S tier. C tier. On the other end of the spectrum, I love Russell Crowe in that movie. (laughs) I mean, I love Joaquin, but the movie is just not Well, yeah, dude, Joaquin with full hair lip, the one movie that they were like, we're not even going to hide it. (laughs) All right. Plus, plus, oh, wait, who's the the director in that again? Uh, That would have been Ridley Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I say S tier. I'll compromise it like a Mm. B tier. Okay, that that's fair enough. I mean, we the the only only that year we had a, uh, uh, excuse me, that year we 9/11. also had a uh, chocolate crouching tiger, hidden dragon, uh, Aaron Brockovich, mm. and traffic. Oh, Aaron Brockovich! I don't know. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Okay. Oh, I'm glad we're done with that. Yeah, that took way too long. All right. <laughs> yeah, that was too much. Okay. Jacob, do we have a discernible list? Like, did we even put one movie in the D tier? No, we put. Uh, I think we put. I, I I compromised and put a Beautiful Mind in D tier, and then okay. uh, the only thing we didn't give an E give anything to was an E tier. But whatever. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we for for our S tier, we got uh, Wolf of Wall Street, <laughs> which didn't even yes. fucking win anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, no country for, for the dude. Jacob, for the dude. We've created the greatest tier list for you. We've given you this gift. Uh, We're we, dudes, yeah. bro. We got Wolf of Wall Street, No Country for Old Men, The Departed, Crash, and then Lord of the Rings three. Uh, A tier was so par- weird. A tier was Parasite, Spotlight, Birdman, and Chicago. B tier, I have Shape of Water, Argo, Hurt Locker, Million Dollar Baby. C tier, we have Moonlight, 12 Years a Slave, The Artist, King Speech, Slumdog Millionaire, and Gladiator. D tier was A Beautiful Mind, nothing in E tier, and then F tier for Green Book. Uh, you know, <laughs> the Hurt Locker thing upsets me, but I'm going to I'm gonna have to stand with this list. Okay, I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah, <laughs> Brennan, yeah, but before we move on, do you have any other Lego pictures you want to... <laughs> Dude, this is blowing up my phone. <laughs> I'm just trying to ignore them for your sake, Jacob. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Brennan, no, like good. where did you go on the internet? <laughs> like, yeah, Brennan, dude, what is I've this? I've had to go all over the place. This is these see <laughs> One oh, of the Jesus things you Christ. sent me gave me a redirect notice to some Chinese web. Like, you shouldn't be going wherever you're going to find these. <laughs> well, in fairness, Jacob also almost sent us to a place like that to fucking watch his movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm Luckily, sorry we found about that. it. Luckily, we found it in an even safer place. <laughs> yeah. Where, was, safer. where did you find it at? Because uh, I, I could have sworn I, I, I looked it up the, the day that... Uh, 
you guys, that I, 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 I was like, don't look up anything about this. I, I checked Voodoo and it worked, so I guess they must have taken it off recently. Yeah. So I, I, I want to, I want everyone to know that if you're ever looking for a movie or a TV show and you can't find it and you've exhausted every option before you go to the sketchy Chinese movie site, go to Pornhub. Go to Pornhub. <laughs> Type in the movie you're looking for. You will find it. Okay. HD, 1080p, like no weird like fucking with the sound so it doesn't get caught for copyright. Pornhub, Pornhub don't give a fuck. Pornhub right. will put it like you can post anything. So yeah, we watched it on Pornhub. <laughs> it's great. That's actually appropriate. But uh, let's hold off I mean, on that. It for... took me like yeah. I mean okay. Yeah, no, let, let, let's hold off on. I want to save fateful findings for a little bit. So. Rick Between... and Morty season four is on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I, no, somewhat that's appropriate. Dick and Morty. <laughs> Dick and Morty. Okay. Literally, what it's called. I was that when I was watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess that somehow that brings us to the film discussion portion of the podcast. So, anybody who's unfamiliar with the show, how this works is I used to have a movie recommendation show on my YouTube channel. And it would get flagged for copyright all the time because I would show clips. I should have uploaded to Pornhub. I, that was, yeah. advice was yeah. <laughs> a few, too, a few yeah. years too late. Uh, <laughs> but uh, and I also just hated the sound of my uh, my own voice reading off a script. So, but I still wanted to do film discussion. So that's why we have this show. So every episode, I recommend the guest a movie. The guest recommends me a movie, or in this case, guests, and then we discuss what the movies were. So as I'm sure you've gathered by the title. Uh, Brennan recommended Thunder Road by Jim Cummings. Uh, Rob recommended Mean Guns. I forget who directed it, but Ice-T, I guess we can credit that with. Uh, yeah, he <laughs> and, directing and writing that movie. <laughs> and then I recommended uh, Neil Breen's Fateful Findings. So I guess do we want to start uh, with the good movie and work our way down? Uh, I mean, that depends which one is the good movie. All right, so Fateful Findings is about uh, <laughs> no. Let, let's let's start with Thunder Road. Uh, so, Brennan, tell us a little bit about tell a little bit about Thunder Road, and then bear in mind also that uh, we'll we'll Thunder we'll talk Road. a little bit about uh, we'll talk a little non spoilers, and then we'll have a moment where we'll, we'll let everyone pause and go watch the movie in case they still haven't seen it by the time this comes out. So, what is Thunder yeah. Road about? Thunder Road is a is a really good movie uh, in my opinion um, mm-hmm. about a police officer who just lost his mother or his stepmother it's kind of unclear to me at least his mother okay fair enough um but uh it is a movie about a guy who uh, is just grieving with the loss of his mother as well as trying to be a father to his child that does not feel super close to him um and it's kind of just about uh uh, the very sad and very funny ways in which grief can like affect you in the rest of your life and um, a bunch of other stuff. Mm. So, because you you had mentioned it a little bit when we recorded our uh, our last episode, and because we were we were drawing comparisons to Marriage Story, because that was one movie that I I, I kind of enjoyed uh, from this the past year. Uh, and you were saying about how it, it, it had a lot of similar themes, but it did them better. So, I guess. Uh, and I, I do kind of see what you mean, but the one thing that you mentioned in the last episode we recorded was that uh, one of the problems you had with uh, with Marriage Story and, and a lot of other m- movies made by uh, Rian Johnson <laughs> as a whole is that it, feel, <laughs> oh, yeah. it, feel, it, it feels like uh, it feels like he, when he's writing, he 
he had an argument with somebody a years back and he's like, Oh, now I have a chance to be right in my argument by writing that into the script. And yes. I, and now I'm excited. Yeah. Where, where do you feel like that is present in that movie? Just cause I'm, I'm curious about that a little <laughs> bit throughout, but it's definitely like, I, that's definitely not a, a, definitely not a knock because I, I think that, um, while marriage story has, I think uh, m- moments where I'm like, Oh, that's really good. I think thunder road was kind of like consistently throughout. I was like, Oh, this is good. I I'm not, there's no, like yeah. uh, mar- marriage no, storage no, loses I, me at points and thunder road didn't yeah. really lose me. So, but uh, no, I mean, let's, I mean, I, I guess there's a lot to dig into, but you just mentioned that specifically. So I am curious about that. What is the point of the movie that you feel like were made because the, uh, Jim Cummings, I guess, as it were, was trying to like, um, uh, rewin an argument. There were the only one that's really coming to mind right now. I, I don't want to say exactly what it is yet because it's a spoiler, but the very end, the last conversation uh, he has with, uh, the, the last conversation he has with his ex-wife and then the conversation he has with his daughter outside the house felt, I was a little, a little bit like, this is a little Ooh, too Brennan, poetic. He just, you just got got. <laughs> oh my gosh like brennan really in the bear trap right but now. i What's i will say do? but i will say though the i really enjoyed the, the, like the the funeral scene i was just kind of in awe like it, like in in all the the right yeah. ways in every way right. that in every way that he intended for me to be in awe and i really 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 enjoyed um the scene where he's outside the police station and he's yelling at everybody. Yeah, dude. Those are my that's, two hands down favorite parts that of that scene, entire movie. That scene is just so strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are you Rob, talking you about the funeral or are you talking about the outside the, the police station? Well, I think outside the police station, I mm. mean, the funeral scene is what the movie. So the movie is based off of an original YouTube short he did. No, where, nope. yeah. <laughs> Not a YouTube short. Was it like it's a Vimeo short or film something? that was on YouTube? It's on Vimeo. Whatever we can. Are you fucking okay? okay. That's where that's where the classy film I'm students so put their uh, put their I'm projects. I'm so sorry. It was a ten minute short on Vimeo of the funeral scene. Caught and, me in the bear trap, and Rob. Also, Jim, <laughs> Cummings, Jim Cummings. I'm on his YouTube page right now. He has YouTube. All right, so mm. it's I'm uh, sure the, he the, has YouTube. Does he also have it on scene, YouTube? <laughs> no, it actually it is not the original mm. is not on YouTube for some reason. <laughs> and I will say yeah. for a minute though when I Brendan when you when you mentioned it and I heard Jim Cummings for a split second I was like Winnie the Pooh? The guy who <laughs> uh, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> and that, then I wait, what? Uh the guy who, the... The, the, the the guy who does Winnie the Pooh is I think his last name is Cummings. I forget what his first name is, but for a second oh, I thought E Cummings? No, 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 no. It's uh what's his name? Uh Sorry, Rob. You were saying go on with your point. I'm gonna look this. Yeah, up. I'll do my thing again. So it, it's um the scene outside of the police station where he is like he's doing that thing we've all done where we're embarrassed in front of a group of people and we start calling people out for their bullshit. Yeah. And every time he tries it, it he just is like rebuffed with like. Hey man, I like really tried to support you, yeah. and he's like forced to be like, "Oh, and I really appreciate well, that." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's so and, good like, though. I brought you coffee. 
know, thank oh, you yeah. so much for that, Larry. <laughs> fuck you right now. <laughs> that really meant a lot to me, Larry. You have no idea. Like, fuck yeah. you right now. That kind of stuff. <laughs> well, but also, wait, but let's not forget that the build-up to that, and I don't want to spoil it, but the no, build-up to that, that reveal is incredible. That yeah. is an incredible, like, from, from the very beginning of that all the way through the end where he walks off, like, incredible filmmaking. I... I want everyone who listens to this, all three, four million people we have listening right now, <laughs> go to YouTube. Go to YouTube and look up Jim Cummings. Go to his channel and watch his short film called It's All Right, It's Okay. It's All Right, it. Oh, it's that okay. is good. That is good. Um, Cummings is it like is a similar truly, kind of vibe? Or? It's yeah, a very, it's very similar, similar vibe. vibe. Okay. And, and Jim um, Cummings, is some, he's making a movie right now. I think it's called The Werewolf. So like, watch out for him, dude. He's gonna be big. Like he 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 wrote and directed Thunder Road. Like yeah, he's he's awesome. He's truly like one of my favorite people right now. That's in so, my top movies. Yeah. So with like that scene that we were talking about, I mean, obviously the opening scene is a really good example of, of like the weird, uncontrollable like way that grief works and yeah. everything like that. Um, but I think the scene, you know, Rob pointed out outside the police station is also a really good point of that because. Mm-hmm he is lashing out at all those people, but at a certain point, he's just like, you know, like, yeah, I found out she lost her boyfriend in Vietnam. He starts talking about his mom. And yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's just like, it really slips away from him. And like, well, that is like so of, true to what that sadness yeah. is. And that's it's also kind of like of consistent like, with him throughout the whole what, movie too. Well, you don't know, like when you're feeling those emotions, it's like, you can't get away from those feel like personally i couldn't get away from my feelings i had when my dad died and so like i would be saying normal totally normal things with like very weird emotional uh messages behind them for sure and he know like he i don't know the whole thing but i'm sure that he is very aware of like all the things he tackles in that movie grief loss acceptance like everything mm. i'm that sure is- he's been through it and on that same uh, kind of on that tip a little bit, and just to kind of bring it back around to what you were saying, Jacob, about like the ending of the movie and the argument thing there, I would say that there's a definite thing to be said that um, aside from maybe being having some like severe alcohol abuse, I think he's a bipolar man or he's yeah. got some sort of mental illness. And there's for something sure. to be said for that. So when you talk about like him trying to, I understand in the one instance that it's very one-sided that you're referring to yeah. because, uh, you know, somebody else can't necessarily speak for themselves. But uh, mm-hmm. I would also say that I think those two scenes aren't necessarily – I would say those two scenes and a lot of the scenes in the movie aren't necessarily ever meant to make this guy look like a model citizen or a right. good person. That, well, a good person, but just like a guy who, you know, is, does not have it together and is not necessarily a role model by yeah. any means, you know? yeah. Um, so that's what I was, also, that's my only kind of pushback to that right there. Can I, yeah. can I, or we're talking about like how Ryan Johnson, oh no, Ryan You did it. You've done it. <laughs> no. You've done it. You fool. Jacob, the you've curse gotta broke cut that out. Now no, each of us have been in the bear trap. <laughs> um, we're talking about that like Ryan Johnson like made a movie basically like to get, you know, finish a Twitter argument, you know? Oh, right? Knives Out, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, I, I would say maybe with this movie, like, I'll give him a pass on that one because the argument he might be trying to finish is just, hey, like, I was just in a place and anyone who thought I was, like, yeah. losing my mind, I was just in this place that you can't possibly understand. Right. 
Yeah, and it, and it is like like I said, it's it's definitely I I will admit that this is definitely the better movie between that and Marriage Story, but uh, I think that there it, it definitely in that area there is at least some kind of similar vibe, whether that be coming from uh, the same place or not. I think it's definitely not in that case. Like it's it's not from a place of like ha I win, but it's like it is coming from like a, I wish maybe I could go back and change what I said or how I acted. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, there's a lot of that. Like. Uh... It's so I don't think it. Oh, and then also I, I really quick. Cringe. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. No, 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 you continue. No. And, yeah. Really quick. It is the Winnie the Pooh is also Jim Cummings. <laughs> it's oh, the same name. <laughs> so that's what was confusing me at first. Okay. Sorry. Okay, continue. Yeah. He's immortal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's immortal. <laughs> no, I mean the opening scene is the uh, the key to the whole movie. You know, I mean, yeah. like that's really like where you get in there and. I think it's also just important just from like an aspiring filmmaker perspective, you know, as we mentioned before that this opening scene, not the one we see in the movie, but basically that script was the short film. And so then beat by beat. The yes. Same thing. Uh, there's the, almost because the I think it's like the music thing is, is just that the music is not yeah. in the, in the actual movie um, right. because licensing and you can look, all yes that. well i mean licensing but the way they kind of frame it is that they did six takes one way and six takes the other and the last mm-hmm. take was the take they saw in the movie and it was just good enough that they were like well that makes that a lot easier because then we don't have to go after the licensing or whatever. right yeah and bruce springsteen actually uh has said that he liked the movie mm. um which i think is like pretty cool which is like a knock on the whole thing and it's like as i'm like a fan of like um you know, I'm a pretty big fan of Springsteen. My mom's a pretty big fan of Springsteen. That opening really does stick out to me in a lot of ways. Um, there's the part where he talks about his mom, uh, the the fact that he couldn't read well. He's, he's dyslexic. And he talks about the fact that his mom, when he went away to college, would, uh, like, record all yeah. of it, like read all of his oh, yeah, his, and record that, that whole oh God, scene is right. just yeah that whole scene is just I mean, such it's, a heartbreaking I mean, yeah it's, it's punch after punch and yeah. it makes you like want to hug your mom and like text your mom or do whatever yeah. you can like the second after you see it there's so it many really... moments in that entire movie too even down to like his friend uh when he after that big breakdown happens in the middle and his friend comes over and his friend feels like he has to call his wife after talking with him for uh, five minutes. It's just like, oh, yeah. there's oh, so yeah. many moments yeah. like that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that scene, too, is so funny where he's like, I'm sorry if I did a hate crime on you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's something else about it. Yeah, the one because the one thing I really took away from the movie, other than the really ex- his excellent performance, uh, and a lot of the supporting cast too, the the little girl especially, like one of my biggest pet She's peeves fantastic. is yeah, one of my one of my biggest pet peeves in a movie is if you're trying if you have this like you have this story where children are like a mo- a big motivating force that are like one of the main aspects of the movie, and you have to have them say or deal with really dramatic things and they like nine times out of 10, they just can't. But the little girl in this movie, I think was amazing. She did her, her oh, a fantastic yeah. job. Yeah. It's She's a, it's so a good. testament to like whenever Hollywood is like, Oh, well it's a child actor. So they don't need to act. It's like, fuck you. Right. Like, yeah. You can absolutely find kids to get in these roles, which once again, investigate filmmakers, but you can find <laughs> children 
who can play these roles. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, and and I mean, once again, that's a knock that I will have later on against your movie, Rob. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Sure. I was about to say, <laughs> I was about to say that the movie I brought to the table actually reinforces what I just said. So, okay, so right, I'm well, going to attack you. I, will, <laughs> I, I, I would like to say just a little bit more about um, Thunder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hold off on that. With that, for now. with yeah. that girl, um, her delivery of the like, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, where she's like impressed with her dad having learned the game, and the fact that like you see that like he has been doing it on the wall. Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, he He's, it means so much to him. This just trivial connect, thing. Yeah, just because well because there's that heartbreaking scene where he says I love you, and then she like doesn't say anything back, and he yeah. just lingers out in the hallway, and it's like <laughs> oh, this poor but oh um. Um, so many great lines in the movie. Maybe the funniest line is um, where he picks his daughter up from his ex-wife's house, and um, they're having a bit of a spat as you know the daughter gets into the car, mm-hmm. and he tells his ex-wife, um, "Hey, just like don't like there's some construction up the road. I just want you to be careful. I would really hate for you and Greg to get hit by a fucking train." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so good. <laughs> Well then, yeah. Doesn't he follow that up by getting in the car? He's like, I didn't mean that, sweetie. Like, you know, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think my two favorite lines, hands down. Uh, one of them's not even a line; it's just a moment where he's dropping off his daughter uh, uh, back at his, uh, the mom's house, and the stepdad comes out, and the stepdad's like, "Hey, I thought did she tell the tell you about?" And then he starts rolling up the window before the guy can even yeah, finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he yeah, just exactly. scowls at him. I love exactly. that moment so much. And then my the other favorite line. Uh, I really liked it, it, the early on. Uh, I think almost immediately after the funeral scene, uh, they're outside of like a convenience store, and there's some drunk guy like like kickboxing with the air, and he's yeah. like, "They don't know, they don't know." And then they they call that back later with uh, his big breakdown because he, I think he verbatim says a couple times where he's talking like, "I I, I was trying to be, I was trying to look like a good dad," and they don't know, they don't know. Like that was. A, a really, yeah. a really smart. It just reinforces that that whole scene is is amazingly performed and really well, well written. Well, that scene, it's that scene, amazing. Right after the funeral, um, with that that with that guy and his partner, you know, the the homeless guy or the mentally ill man or whatever. Yeah, and he's like getting dressed down by his off by his chief, and he's trying to. Per- play it off cool in front of the rest of the officers <laughs> yeah. and then he like comes back and like lingers for a bit he's yeah. like yep 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 and then his chief is like get out of here he's like all right I'll all right I'm, I'm going to- yeah yeah he's he's i'll like, see you guys on the ninth long steps away yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so good um yeah. well let me i i wanted to yeah. say because i didn't Please. um i did not watch it re- today or in the recent months because mm-hmm. i did not i did not realize that was also one of the movies um I will say, and I, I haven't seen it recently, so I can't give full context, but the scene at the parent-teacher conference with oh, Macon yeah. Blair. Yeah, Macon Blair. Macon Blair, another, yeah. like, I was really happy when he. man. I was really happy when he oh, popped yeah. up. Oh, yeah. I love him. I yeah. love seeing great, him and stuff. Dude. He's great. Watch out. Macon Blair, Blue Ruin, uh, Green Room. What's Even, the other one uh, that uh, he Logan did? Murder. He Logan, Lucky, Logan Lucky for a second. Uh, is that another murder party? Is that... Murder party is the original one that he made with his like original crew. Jeremy Sad is good. Which is the yeah, other? Like, which is, didn't wasn't he in another one that Jeremy Saulnier did recently? 
that wasn't as well he, received as Green Room or he, Blue Room? Um, I didn't like Hold the Dark. He that's, might have been that's in Hold the, the Dark. Yeah. But I haven't seen he that did, yet. He, he wrote and directed, I believe, uh, I Don't Feel at Home in This World yes, Anymore. Yes, he did. And that's really that good. That's really yeah. good. Those are both produced by Film Science, which um, around like around the time that I kind of picked up on A24 as like, hey, I, that, that's a production card that comes on before a lot of movies I like. Hmm. Film science, I think, might just specifically be Jeremy Solonier, Solonier, however you say his Solonier, name. Solonier, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that might be his production company with Macon Blair or whatever, because I know that they're friends. But right. that is another one that, like, if it just pops up beforehand, uh, I'm on board. Hmm. On Hold the Dark, real quick, I didn't love the movie as a whole, but there is that scene where um, there is a scene in the movie where uh, a Native American guy on a reservation is just lighting up a bunch of police officers with a machine gun. And it's like one of the most like kind of gut turning intense action scenes I've seen in a movie in a while. Mm. And that, um, that really sticks out because I just don't, it's a movie that I don't love as a whole and really don't feel like it sticks the landing, but it's also based on something else. And I really have liked his original stuff more than anything that he's done based on something else. Right. He also did, Sorry to keep doing it. He no, also no, directed okay. a couple episodes in season three of True Detective, and I think those episodes also really specifically stick out. Mm. Um, I would agree with that. I I uh, I, I think um, check out those movies. Back to Thunder Road. I just noticed that PTA meeting is very. Uh, it's another one of those things where it's like you don't know these emotions and feelings unless you have felt them and he's able to put it on camera. And it's just this feeling of like a parent being like, I am, I'm not even as smart as my daughter. How do I fix this? Like, I don't even, you know, like I don't even know what to do here. She's the one that I go to for answers and like make them Blair just being like, I, there's nothing I can do, and clearly there's nothing you can do. So what? What do we even? Right. I think yeah. like I don't even. I think he ends it with like, "What do we do here?" or something. Like, it, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a good. That scene is also a good kind of like recontextualization in the movie that like sits you with Jim Cummings' character for yeah. most of the movie. That you know, like you become sympathetic with him, but when you see like somebody like Megan Blair, who's like obviously a very grounded person isn't a police officer is is just a teacher you know like yeah. kind of like a, just a neutral third party and you see how those two people interact it really kind of puts into perspective how like unhinged um jim cummings is emotionally and everything yeah. like that and like when he's like can you like please uh he's like a, oh he's like about to throw the desk across the room yeah and just don't talk to like, me don't talk to me don't yeah <laughs> i'd rather you don't yeah it's like your daughters or whatever yeah, and uh, that's just so good. It, mm-hmm. Honestly, um, it's your daughter's desk, and he starts like trying to put all this stuff back in it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. There we uh, go. If yeah, I could, now I remember. If I mean, I only have one other thing that I would like to say about the movie, um, but it would Why? actually it, it's a it's a negative thing. But at least uh, that's matter. I would also say that it's a there's a spoiler involved in it. Okay, yeah, if we want to use this to get into spoilers, yeah. So if you haven't seen Thunder Road, definitely check it out. It's free on spoiler Amazon Prime. Alert. Yeah. <laughs> I need to come up with some sort of graphic to play right in, right when we get to that point so people don't Well, I just uh, gave you the it. sound. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just copy yeah, you in each every in every episode. But yeah, so if you haven't seen Thunder Road, it's on uh, Amazon Prime. You can rent it on most other platforms for no more than like $5. You don't have an excuse not to see it. It's fantastic. So, yeah, you were saying spoilers. Um, 
the only spoiler alert, uh, the only spoiler or like problem I have, not spoiler, the problem I have with the movie in general is I didn't feel like there was a lot of um, evidence leading up to his wife's addiction. Mm. Mm. And so when that happens at the end, it kind of feels like an out of nowhere resolution to a movie for a character that might not necessarily deserve a resolution, but it is kind of thrust upon him because of the plot of the movie. Um, But I also think maybe that might speak towards the fact that you don't necessarily see addiction. Yeah. uh, I was about to, I was about to rail against your point saying like, a you don't see addiction, but also um, like with something like that, I mean, you have to, you know, look at it from like a movie perspective, like, you know, uh, your mom's house podcast uses the phrase white bummer. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just a movie about like nothing goes right for people sometimes. Yeah. Like sometimes just every horrible thing that could happen happens. Um, but I think the most important thing about that is like, you don't see addiction and this is like a real movie. It's not even about the mom. Mm-hmm. You know, she just happens to, like, I'm sure if we want, you know, if we want, if we got her movie, like, if we got her prequel movie, um, I bet we'd see her doing more heroin and, you know, probably smoking more crack than Harvey Keitel and Badly Tanner. Uh, I'm also not ruling out that um, Jim Cummings <laughs> killed her and staged it. <laughs> no, come on now. I don't want that. I don't even want to entertain that. I'm not matter. ruling out that, like, because he's a police officer and, like, because they, like, split up, that it might have been because of her addiction. And oh, you mean yeah. how, like, the the divorcees of firemen, like, are the most likely to have their houses burned down? Uh, I, think... I, I, uh, I don't know these statistics. There's, uh, I think one thing kind of going off of that that, uh, I, I I thought was kind of a theme of the movie is I I I forget which one of you touched on it, but the the whole thing of him feeling like powerless, like like if my daughter is like the like the the person I go to for when I when I don't know what to do, and if I, you know, I if I can't rely on her, what do I have? There there are a couple moments throughout the movie where he just gets blindsided by things, and I think that that is kind of meant to like the whole not seeing the the wife. Uh, being addicted to drugs is kind of meant to reinforce that. Like the the whole the girl going Ooh, in. Ooh, good point. Uh, like when she goes in the first day of school and she has the makeup on. Like there was never a moment where we saw her like looking at like a little girl magazine, being like, "Oh man, that's the coolest new yeah, palette. I want to go with that's that." That's so valid. So yeah, that's just, you know, it's just inferred yeah. she would have seen that because she's a normal person, right? Know? And I, and um, so much yeah, of no, that, that's, and, that's true. and like and also like you said, so much of the movie is him kind of like dealing with what's going on inside his own head. And I think a lot of times when we're stuck inside our own perspective or we're like dealing with all these huge thoughts, we do kind of become oblivious to the world around us a little bit. So that could have just been another thing of like, he didn't notice it because he was so preoccupied with like, Oh man, my, uh, my mom just died and uh, I got a fight to, I want to have joint custody because it's important to see your mom. It just like, he, he could, he just blocks some stuff out. So I, well, I, it's, that just, could it's just such a, it. that's such, it's such a real thing where it's like, you go through a loss like that and there is no pause button for the world around you. And you spend a lot of time looking for a pause button and just being like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You know? Well, I mean, right now is a pretty good example of that. You know, like (laughs) I've been laid off from work. So I kind of on like not vacation because life is hell, not being able to like, you know, afford shit or whatever. But like, 
You, however, like have to keep fucking working through all this. Jacob, you have to keep working through all this. I mean, yeah. there's no pause button for like the crisis outside of us. It's kind of wild as hell. Yeah, it it definitely yeah. is. But uh, I would love to get laid off. Just kidding. I, I would not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jacob, very happy. Send it to this boss. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Clara, I'm very happy with my position. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so then, yeah, I guess we'll just reiterate Thunder Road. If you haven't seen it, it's notes it's here. uh it's free on Amazon Prime. But uh, I think it lo- it looks like if if you want a, a teaser, like we said, you can go on Vimeo, the superior of the uh, the watch platforms, and uh, and check what? out the, like, the short film to version who? <laughs> to, who? <laughs> to pretentious film students who want to show off their uh, Why? show off their what stuff. Is the, what is it like an anti-corporation thing? I don't pretty much. It. Yeah, it's it, you can monetize stuff on Vimeo, but it, it's it's not. All right, well, uh, that's why no yeah. one there's no one on Vimeo who's like they also money. they also the, the the dumbest thing that I hate too is that uh, I'm constantly like I the, uh, that's unfortunately like one thing that uh, a lot of um like media places look at like if if you have a reel they'll be like oh uh send me your vimeo link so I, i'm constantly uploading stuff that i do to vimeo but the problem is Vim, mm. vimeo has a uh has a weekly cap on the the total file size that you can <laughs> upload so uh-huh. I, I pay like i think it's like eight dollars a month to have five gigabytes weekly of uh so it's of a upload scam. space basically so yeah sc- but you, you might have as well to... just get your own website exactly then. yeah no i'm i'm working on that wait but it, so it's... you're thinking that like martin scorsese is like yo leo send me your vimeo no no no, no no but, but but like if you want to go like if let's say i'm i'm at pbs now and if i wanted to go to like fox 43 or something then they would yeah, be like I... okay uh let, let's see uh, everything you've done in the past year, do you have a reel? And I, if I'm like, no, then they'd be like, okay, send me your Vimeo. Because, I mean, realistically, a, a, a reel is good, but all that really shows is, oh, this guy knows how to cut to music. I know. I'm, I'm Jacob, t- you're taking this too seriously. We're about to talk about <laughs> starring, starring Ice-T and Chris Lambert. On so the then, way down, by the way. Lambert. Like Chris Lambert, Lambert yeah. on his fall on the beat, like the very end of his meteoric fall. <laughs> the dude can we i don't even yeah. know where to start with me mean guys please yeah well well, well first of all it? please please enlighten me on the on the fall because i literally only know this guy from this and highlander so what is this meteoric fall we're talking about oh, well it's like i mean i can pull his imdb up i guess but it's like i think right before this movie came out the last movie he did was highlander 3 <laughs> and at that point it was like okay so Chris Lambert and one producer are just trying to cash checks off of like straight to DVD trequel, you know, not even just the sequel. Um, obviously, Sean Connery was out of it forever ago, you know, like after right. the first one, I'm pretty sure. Um, I I only know that he was an A-list star for a couple of years. I think it was mainly off Highlander. Um Apparently, it's got to be right. What yeah. else? What else yeah, well, that's there? and I think it's just the Sean Connery Highlander thing carried him the same way. Like a lot of actors, like you know, made it through the early aughts just yeah. by way of like I worked with fucking whoever. Um, but the other thing, apparently, <laughs> apparently he's very hard to work with. Um, hmm. I can't remember the source. It's a podcast, like a film podcast I listened to. I'm pretty sure. 
Um, apparently, I believe he's, it. With the line deliveries he, in this movie, I fucking believe it. Apparently, he's very hard to work with. Apparently, he is very inclined to be like, no, nah, let me give you like a rewrite. Let me like make that line better. Um, but the other thing that's very interesting with him, especially because he's like an action star, Chris Lambert is like legally blind without glasses or contacts. Really? And he, yeah, and he refuses to wear contacts on film. Like he doesn't like it. So in this and the Highlander and any movie where he's doing like action scenes, the man cannot see <laughs> the the stunt double he's working with. So oh like I think God. in the Highlander specifically, there's a couple scenes where I'm pretty sure he like injured or like just straight up like hit someone in the head with a claymore because he doesn't <laughs> have any idea what is going on around him. Oh, that's and, too good. And I mean, and then you look at Mean Guns, which Mean Guns is an interesting movie because it's. I want. I guess. I don't. Do I? I guess I start with the dedication. It's yeah. dedicated to uh, the man who is credited with like inventing the Indie idea. films. Yes. Indie <laughs> films. Yes. Which is like I don't know where he, who, what service or like a credit accreditation bureau they did that, but so it's dedicated to him. It's made by a man. I had it. I had it pulled up. I'll try to pull it. The guy who made it has made a bunch of indie films. He made the first live-action Captain America movie. Albert Payan, hmm. born in Hawaii. Born in Hawaii. The dude's still alive. He's famous for The Sword and the Sorcerer, Cyborg, Captain America, and Nemesis. Notice that Mean Guns is not on that list. <laughs> so, so we... So we watched Mean Guns from a list of, like, bad movies. You know, the guy, much like Neil Breen, works in a, like, absurdist part of the indie film genre. Yeah. And uh, Mean Guns is a testament to that. Mean Guns is a testament to, like, I, I don't know. Do any of you have a good way to, like, sum it up in a couple words? Because <laughs> I don't. Um, yeah, Brennan, it's Guns... all you. <laughs> <sighs> What can I, I mean, like, how do I sum up Mean Guns? Mean Guns is just wild as fuck, and it's the best vampire movie I've ever seen. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> what else is there to say? There you go. Yeah, Jacob, than, did, you, did you get vampire vibes off of it at all? Uh, yeah. <laughs> With, oh, there's a bunch you, of, like, too. Okay. Yeah, there's a bunch of close-up on people gritting their teeth. Yeah. Which might just be like Brennan, you and I. I honestly thought that it was going for like a, uh, 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 like it was going for like a from dust till dawn thing. Like it was right, going to be one. So, yeah. I thought we were doing that turn. I thought that. Nope. Turn was it is come. exactly. It is exactly the movie prescribed. But like, it's hilarious no because choice. you. But because now that you mention that, I, I remember. Like I said, I, I that moment happens when they're all going in in the beginning, and the, the we get the close up on the teeth, and I was like, oh, we're, this is gonna we're gonna have a twist later on, and I completely forgot about that until by the time so, we got to the end. So so you're talking about that close up on the teeth right there. Yeah. And of the security I, guard. I, I just want yeah. like 10 minutes exactly. in. And what I want to um so I wrote yes. three notes. I I wrote notes for Mean Guns. I didn't write notes for anything else. I wrote <laughs> mean, I, I wrote notes for Mean Guns. Um, and A it starts off with like iced tea 
offering to play chess like he's death in the seventh seal with like max von Sydow. so i was i just very had a very funny idea of the, the seventh seal with ice tea the other note i wrote is that ice tea is a vampire um, and because he's doing a lot with those teeth and his eyes the whole thing there's a lot yeah. going on there and then uh, the third thing that I would like to lead into, which we can, we can backtrack on the vampire, but the third thing I would also just mention is gunshot credits. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the... <laughs> the credits are pretty awesome with the way they make music out of gunshots and, yeah. like, mamba. Where well, do you yeah, find so... music in that? I just heard <laughs> they play No, they play mamba music behind uh, it, and the yeah. gunshots are, so like, much edited fucking in. mamba music. I mean, well, goddamn. Yeah, I mean, this I mean movie is... Baby Driver who? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> so pro-mamba music, it's incredible. Yeah. There's only um, one time where it worked for me. There's mm. only one time where the mamba... It's, like, towards the end, after um, <laughs> Lambert... And the, the, Rob, the gangbang scene where <laughs> <laughs> maybe the the almost gangbang, which we can get into, but there's a scene where Chris Lambert is like hiding behind a wall, and then he pops off from behind the wall with the Kimbo pistols, and the Mamba music yes. is going. And yeah. I was like, that works. Well, that yeah, anytime, works. anytime Mambo music plays at a certain point in the film, it is like a cue for action to yeah. happen. Um, I, I Well, I want to just say, so, like, to get it all out there, the beginning of the movie is just the syndicate, the crime family oh, you mean, known yeah. as just the syndicate <laughs> has... You know, has, the syndicate. Has brought... The one from the Mission Impossible franchise, I guess? Yeah, the syndicate, the, yeah, from the... Oh, my God. So, the syndicate has, like, brought together all of the criminals that they employ into a maximum security prison that is closed. It's about to be open. So there's no one in the prison yet. Mm. And all of these criminals are the ones who have betrayed the syndicate. So the whole thing is that we are going to put a hundred people in a prison with a million dollars hidden in it. Uh, and uh, then 10 million, excuse you. Oh, I'm sorry. Ten yes. million. Ten million. Well, the briefcase. Rob's just full making of the movie money. better. Rob is just like accidentally making the movie better. Yeah. Well, yeah. Ten million dollars actually justifies it way too much. But so yeah, the goal being like you'll all kill yourselves over the money. The weird thing is, Ice T as this angel of death, like master vampire. of games vampire, he himself is involved in the killing so it's for a little kills, bit for only yeah, a little bit but no throughout <laughs> the thing he kills like seven of these people and it's like i just it's like the dungeon master killing players i don't think you can yeah, roll crits no, on so players <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so that's so the premise is set up that it is just all these bad people brought in a room to kill each other and it, you know, it's a, it's Fortnite. It's Fortnite yeah. in 1997. Well, real quick, let's also real quick, just on that note, it's not just the dungeon master killing players, but it's also like, if you are in Ice T's position, why are you putting yourself in danger? No, I know. That's <laughs> it's like, why are you not just waving the whole thing out? Well, that seems <laughs> like, like the kind of thing, at, like a performance review would be like, Ice T 
you did a great job in this prison, but like you did not need to put yourself at so much risk. I mean, you're, <laughs> you're putting the syndicate in financial in, in some financial cases, strain, potentially. In, in some cases, flat out like challenging people. Like, let's I see what. Know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and there's this thing. There's oh, this dude, thing keep, wait. people keep saying. Yeah. Like you've you've been in management, so you've lost your edge. You like, don't you're have not it a killer anymore. anymore. Yeah. And it's like. He very clearly is more skilled than every person, <laughs> including the main character who finally kills him. Spoiler so, alert. So one one thing about that, uh, I think there's a this movie is also a serious case of like Ice T is not in it enough. Yeah. But to that extent, um, he was given other people's lines. Um, so he's fighting with one guy at one point. And he says a line that if you just put this in the other person's mouth and rephrased it, that makes sense before a fight. But he says, um, now it's time to see if I think I'm as tough as I think I am. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Yeah, he's like presuming both sides Shouldn't of the, the conversation. Shouldn't the other guy have said that? Yeah. <laughs> Well, and there's that uh, other thing. He gets ki- after... Okay, so, like, I want to get there, but I think we need to just... So the plot is over. we got to walk more plot. Like, we've gotten um, to the moment... The, yeah. Well, we've actually, like, can we get to, get to before that real quick? There is a um, uh, a terrible limo rant that is just, like, yeah. awful. Yeah. And it's about how the one guy doesn't like profanity. And it's just yeah. terrible. Yeah. It's really it's bad. It's a lot of it's a lot of like on the bus on a field trip. Right. The teacher hears one kid say hell, and then all of a sudden, all the kids are like saying hell under their breath. Yeah. It it yeah. it's uh. So oh, this movie's and, so bad. And, and, and then from from that, I would like to just say action cuts, as Rob and I were calling that. <laughs> because yes. it's the cuts that make that noise on the cut. It's crazy. Yeah. It's Choo, super disorienting. Um, we get into uh, the area where Ice-T is about to uh, lay down the rules for all the people he's gathered there, yeah. and um, instead he lays down this fucking gem, uh, the bless- best laid plans of Moon and men often go awry. Oh yeah, his because his, 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 his last name he's Vincent Moon. <laughs> so he, he replaces mice with Moon, which is just awful. Um, and then there's a shot of all the people in the room as we're going through. Mm-hmm. And then I texted Rob because I was laughing so hard at the lone shot of a biker with a massive beard. Oh, dude, um, yeah. yeah, it made me laugh so hard. And then Ice T multiple times, like for ten minutes, is asking any questions. Yeah. And every time, and also pretending yeah, like well, he doesn't know anyone well, else. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, so yeah, Rob, yeah. I think you're about to get there. I'm so sure you're about to get there. But what yeah. I was gonna say is like, the first person to ask a question is the biker guy that I like. And I I think he's like, what in the damn hell? He's just like, what if we don't want to (laughs) play? Something like that. And Ice T blows him the fuck away. And I remember being like, no. Blows him away. He blows him away and then yells, then don't. And then continues with the rules. That's what it is. But But it's also like, okay. And then he asks any questions again. And so in any other movie, 
you do it's that, no and then no people are, people have no questions. Yeah. But in this movie, for whatever reason, it takes like two people asking questions and getting fucking blown the fuck away. <laughs> To yeah, understand out. the rules of the game, and and not only that, then, not only that. Bear, yeah. Sorry, no, no, go ahead. I'll I'll, no, go, I'll come back to mine. No, you got it. You okay. got it. You please. It's, no, it's so, it, it, not only that. He said he he keeps on saying. I think he says it maybe like four or five times. Any other questions? Yes, it's but like the six ru- or but seven. but the so rules. There, there's a conversation maybe like twenty minutes later where two characters are talking about how the rules are still unclear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two twins. Yeah. Two twins. Yeah. yeah. Well, yes, that is yes. like. And like Rob, I'll also you can go into the twins, Rob. Well, I'm gonna get there, but I I, I also want to add to to with Ice T, he not only kills like seven people after the game begins, he has already killed like five people by the time the game starts. <laughs> um, okay, because the movie kind of boils down to like every every Quentin Tarantino character. That was rejected from Kill Bill. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, the one you know, thing that I kept on thinking in that car conversation where he's like, I hate swearing, I was like, this is something that Tarantino wrote as like a thing that he could possibly put in his movie somewhere. Well, ex- and then exactly. was like, I don't well, like he this. Wrote this it isn't on good a big, enough. <laughs> big, big Kahuna Burger rapper. He threw out the fucking the, And Neil Breen found it. Yeah. Neil Breen is actually Albert Piyun. So. So this movie, it, it's just, uh, it's all like trying to do that Tarantino dialogue, trying to do very cool archetypes. Like I immediately, I just want to bring to everyone's attention, the female blonde like action lead of this movie is the bride from Kill Bill years mm-hmm. before Kill Bill came out. I right. mean, like to a T is that character. Yeah. I mean, wait, what? I'm sorry. Which Hold honestly, up. now that I'm thinking about it, this movie could be, the syndicate could be the group Bill works for in Kill Bill. Now that it's You're, all. I don't like this. Yeah, it's all coming together for me. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like what you're, uh, what you're saying. I don't like the implications of what you're, you're saying here. <laughs> it's all just, it's archetypes. It's like you have, the bride from Kill Bill, the like strong blonde, like Charlie's Angels girl, who was yeah. like Wait, also why? a marine, I guess. No, why is she the bride from Kill Bill? Why? What? Just what a about woman who kicks her? ass? She literally like speaks. Just being a blonde she speaks, woman that kicks no, 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 she speaks exactly like her. They dress very similar. Obviously, like they what look are you the talking same. About? They have like the same like kind of grumbly like female tone. I can. They are very kind like, of see it, but not. Quite nah, like no, I no, think none of those outfits are if any, if anything, I, I, are you really pushing back on this. If anything, yeah, I am. Yeah, 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 I am. If anything, I would just say it's another bad ripoff. Like I don't like. But I, it I, came before. Yeah, I, that's exactly. my thing. Is like is Kill It's did it? Kill Bill is only yeah. This came before. Kill when did Bill. was this like late nineties or this is ninety seven? Ninety seven. Yeah. Oh okay. I thought it was like early yeah. like around the no, same time. No, it's it's it's. I'm not saying Kill Bill is that original character either. It just is that like no, I mean, it is yeah, that yeah. thing. Okay. God, you guys are fucking terrible. <laughs> no, you guys are really bad at I, talking such, about movies. Like, I just <laughs> think you're giving this movie way too yeah, much credit uh-huh. to even make the comparison what between the bride and that All right. character. Yeah, well, are you really going to stand here and defend the bride from Kill Bill? I, 
Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. So anyway. <laughs> all right. Anyway. So yeah, Mean Guns. Best movie of all time. Yeah. Should have been on the S tier. It's an archetype movie. It's just an archetype movie. Like I don't know why you're derailing me on this. It's an archetype um, movie. It's yeah, got. A, like, hold up. There's one point in this movie where um, eventually a bunch of them team up. Four of them team up, and yeah. Chris Lynn Bear, uh, very for a long time, proceeds to uh, explain which numbers he prefers. In that four is better than three, and yeah. he says that multiple times. It just elaborates that you know, four. I like four that's, better that, than three. That, that's the problem with the. the <laughs> I think that's the main problem I have with the writing as a whole is that I think the writers think the audience is too stupid, so they have the same conversation happen several times, or they reiterate mm-hmm. the same point within the same conversation at least two or three different times. Well, hey, you guys remember math class when you would like do a question and the teacher would come over and review it and like try to show you how to do the work to do it correctly. Yeah. That whole scene is like doing that while the teacher is holding a gun at your head. <laughs> like, like that's it's like it's it seems to be three minutes of an like someone not understanding that three is less than four, and at the end of it, it's like we all understood that three is less than four. I was just <laughs> thinking about the fact that you're a psycho murderer and I might not want to walk around this prison with you, but you've got me. Like, I, I don't know. The movie is bad. I just don't think that you can jump that far ahead without giving the context of like every character in this movie is awful. Yeah. They're all like, Terrible, awful people and don't deserve any redemption. Yeah. Which is kind of the problem. Like, with a problem with a film like this. You, like, who are you? There's these two really great characters that you can root for without feeling too oh. bad. And I'd love for Brennan to... The twins. ...to describe them. Yeah, the twins. The yeah. twins. They are... I don't know. I mean, they're the, not literally twins at all. Um, no, but... no. One of them is Asian and one of them is... <laughs> Like I don't know, Midwestern. I look Scottish. Like yeah, Midwestern. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, um, so like, they talk like it. They finish each other's sentences and then repeat the words. Yeah. Like one of them, one of them will be like um, together. One of them will they dance in the elevator. One of them will be like, uh, yeah, that guy doesn't have a single iota in him. And he goes, yeah, yeah, not a single. You know, iota. That's a good word, iota. And like <laughs> kind of like finish yeah. sentences yeah. with the other person's words or whatever. Guess They're what? funny. They're very enjoyable. Guess what? Guess what? What causes a wedge between them? A fucking woman. Bros so, you those. know. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> it's just... But so, you have like Simps these really... Life. Yeah. <laughs> incel. Incel nation. Ballsal, baby. Ballsal nation. Ballsal nation. <laughs> well, shout out to my hands and my balls. Yeah. I, so, you have like two people who are very enjoyable to watch. They get some great action in. And there's, like, after we leave the opening area, which is just, like, ice tea killing people, our main characters running, and a lot of Mamba music. Yeah. Not to mention the constant uh, discount Ecstasy of Gold cue that they keep using. Yes. <laughs> I, I, so there, there's... There's so much awful, like, shit going on. They are very enjoyable to follow. Our main characters suck. Our main characters are not fun. 
Our yeah. main character is like, A, the action around them is bad. Around the twins, the action is good. Around Ice-T, the action is good. Even the... Uh, even the woman in like the leopard print shawl, like you know, even the yeah. action around her is good. But like so Chris Lambert's, to, oh, you, Lambert. To Rob's, to Rob's point about the main characters being bad, at one point when Chris Lambert meets the three um, good guys, I don't know, like the two <laughs> girls and the guy or whatever. Yeah. Um, at one point, after a very tense exchange, he refers to the one uh, the black haired girl the brunette yeah um he says um this will help you build character literally saying like <laughs> this will develop your character because your character yeah. is underwritten and we need to figure you out as this whole thing goes along which just blew my mind uh, that's how bad they suck is that they're literally saying to each other we got to hopefully something comes out of this cuz you are nothing right now. <laughs> well, and they they like do very little with any of the characters to establish backstory yeah. except for our two main boys, Chris Lambert and um our our British fellow, British. Our, our chap, our main chap over yeah, there. Who is that guy? He's familiar. Uh, He's, I dude, thought for I, a second before he started talking, I thought he was um, Robert Forster because they got a similar kind of face. He's nobody. Oh, wow. If what? he's in this movie, he's nobody. No, no, I, it's definitely yeah. not Robert Forster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they look I mean, kind of alike. It was like he's a British He chopped the boards. He chopped the boards. <laughs> he used to chop the boards with Michael Caine. Um, I don't know, man. So they are our only two characters with any real backstory. And the backstory is this. Chris Lambert, uh, I guess, had a family. And this guy, our British chap, killed his family and raped his daughter. Mm-hmm. And now... Whoa! Whoa that, what? Yeah, 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 Ice-T says that at, towards the end of the movie. That's the backstory. And that's why... That's why uh, Chrissy has been trying to kill... Like, that's why they've been having the weird energy all movie... Is because, and that's also why our British fellow, very like off the bat when the game starts, takes aim and tries to kill Lambert. So that's that's why there's so much tension throughout that whole thing. But if you're like me or anyone else watching this movie, by the time Ice T tells you that, you're dumb paying attention. Yeah. You are like out of the movie entirely. Yeah. And so there's there's your two characters with story. Our our blonde female action hero at one point says like our, our the brunette character who's like just an accountant or something is like where'd you learn to do all this oh, and the blonde haired girl is like it's fucking it's, like, it's, uh, <laughs> it's all I've ever wanted to do you know I, I you know I did everything I could to do this and yeah. what I didn't know your government taught me. And then she walks off screen, and it's the most disgusting. <laughs> can we wait, real quick? Can we take a second to talk about the lines? That line is horrid. Your can we just take a second talk. to talk about some of yeah, these lines yeah. we got going yeah. on? At one point, um, the twins refer to the girl who um, uh, I don't know her name, oh, but yeah. she Listen almost here, got Barbie. <laughs> Barbie, that's right. Um, at one point, they say. Um, uh, shut your piss flaps, which <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I really, really found repulsive. Um, at another point, Chris Lambert 
um, somebody says like, you know, some you got a really warped mind or whatever. And he goes, warped. You want warped? Watch MTV. Oh yeah. In, in oh, reference yeah. to MTV warped, and it's like, what the fuck is watch going MTV. on here? He says, yeah. You want warped? You want warped? Watch MTV. That's warped, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's a one point where, he, um, after, like, this is towards the end. Uh, the blonde badass is very upset, and Chris Lambert with Chris Lambert, and he goes. Piss in your mouth, all I care. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I got, I got a couple of quotes <clears throat> I wrote. So there is a moment after the, after the scene where the blonde woman is trying to force the like uh, brunette girl to kill a guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Chris, yeah. That whole yeah, scene yeah. is hilarious. So Rob and I were so, talking about this earlier. Yeah. So Chris Lambert. <laughs> So Chris Lambert comes out of nowhere <laughs> in the middle of that scene and like just shoots the guy dead to like get the whole thing over with. And he's like, sorry, I, I just couldn't help myself but shoot him. And Brett and I both like watching this blonde haired, like pale European looking guy kill a black guy. And <laughs> it's like the line, it, the actual line is, sorry, I couldn't help myself. He was black. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how it comes across. So, Basically. Um, but also, whatever right, I see a black guy, yeah. <laughs> immediately after that, there is something happens where Chris Lambert just says, oh, I'm depressed now, as they, like, walk out of a room after killing people. Um, but the other, there's one I really want to bring up. It's a, a British chap. At, at one point near the end, when they're strategizing a way to win the to win the tourney, um, he comes out with a story, a nursery rhyme of sorts, ah, yes. and this is not the first time this British child rapist has referenced nursery rhymes. <laughs> and it's it's like it's a spin on the classic Goldilocks and the Three Bears, except except this time. The bears are cannibals. They're cannibalistic bears. <laughs> cannibalistic like, bears. It's the most wild shit. Oh, I, I, I do have one more. I do have one more. Um, and I actually think this one takes the cake. Okay. It's iced tea. Mm-hmm. It's at the end of the movie. And he lets it out. He goes, redemption time, people. Time <laughs> for some good old-fashioned redemption. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it is just (laughs) you can't use the word both words in the definition (laughs) (laughs) so they do they do something that's pretty cool i want to bring up like a couple things i did like just real quick before we get like the hair on fire (laughs) okay well that is and also putting the head through the uh the metal (laughs) um I gotta say, and Brennan texted me when it happened, and I don't really, I think this is what he was talking about. When they redistribute everyone's weapons, because on everyone's yeah. way into the prison, <laughs> they take everyone's guns away. Mm-hmm. And so when they redistribute the weapons, they just drop all the weapons from a balcony onto the floor <laughs> below. And all of our, this is like ridiculous to see this in an action film. <laughs> this is a serious movie, supposedly. 
all the characters uh, pick up their guns. There's a child rapist in this movie. I think exactly. There's a child <laughs> rapist in this movie. <laughs> and you have comic relief. So all these people pick up their respective guns and they start pulling the triggers and nothing is happening. And what they, and they do keep is going. <laughs> they shoot an action sequence where people are shooting guns as if it should be like people dying, but everyone's just like, <laughs> why is my gun not shooting? And then they dump all the ammunition out over the balcony, like individual rounds. I think that's a cool thing in a movie to be like, yeah. it's, it's bad comic relief in a weirdly straight, like serious film, but it is like a good, like, uh, what do you you know like I red think, hair I think, I think it's way yeah I mean I understand what you're saying it's subversion or whatever right I think it's way funnier just to dump a bunch of fucking fully loaded guns off the thing <laughs> and when they all kill they all, all go off that rush yeah. to it first yeah exactly <laughs> I think that's so funny that's what <laughs> like, I thought was, was really gonna happen with that yeah that well, seems also, like it well yeah. hold on let's like that opening scene where Ice-T and his goons are up on the balcony and everyone is in the room with no guns, just end the movie right there, Ice-T. Yeah. You can end the oh, movie yeah, oh, yeah. right then and there. If you, yeah. It's like you're – the other thing is like you're opening this – this prison is going to be opened tomorrow and there's now blood. There's fucking gunfire in the walls. There's a woman with her head in a locker on no, fire. And, you know, who do you like, think's gonna have to clean that up? Exactly. The syndicate. The fucking the syndicate. syndicate is gonna Pri- have to prison, clean it up. No, prison labor is slave labor, Rob. All right, that's what I'm trying <laughs> to get at here. Okay? okay, we can't be we can't be forcing them to do that. That's fucked up. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's just there's bad stuff in this movie. Yeah, no, I mean, movie. Well, uh, with the bad stuff, that little girl, dude, I. Fucking! Oh my god! Yeah, I well. hated every scene with that little girl. <laughs> did so you guys? Did you guys dragged get... on so much in the last forty minutes? I mean, yeah, I, for sure. I, yeah, ugh, I it was so brutal. What the fuck, dude? Did you guys get the it, it, impression that she was like blind for at least the first few times they introduce her because she like has the sunglasses the whole time? I mean, maybe up until the point where she like walks her way through this maze of a prison yeah. to find the woman in the end. Yeah, exactly. This child, oh, this child navigates a maximum security prison to find the one alive person left. <laughs> Wait, but here's the other thing. Why is the movie like, so the child rapist was like nice to, to the kid and like didn't just drive away and like child rape the kid and like... Well, well, he would have gotten sniped because the gate. Well, yeah, because the gate doesn't open until until Ice T dies. Well, uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, that is like such a good point of no, like, no, I'm not who's opening it, that listen, gate. If I'm not Ice trying to make. Dead. I'm not trying to like make it easier for this dude to like you know uh, fuck a kid to put it <laughs> to put it to put it like just gently or whatever. Uh, but I am just saying like. If this guy's got that shit on his resume, he's like acting super out of character. Um, mm-hmm. uh, by uh, how do I not fucking a kid uh, <laughs> when he's got access to a kid? I mean, like, I'm not <laughs> you're okay. Saying, you're saying that like the second he got to the car near the end of the movie, he should have been like, "All right, I know I've been. Ki- I'm in a game where I have to kill everyone or be killed, but there is a Jesus child here." Christ. 
I mean, I'm proud to say, I'm proud to say uh, listen, maybe that's not the way that they think, but I'm proud to say I don't know too much about the way that they think, is all I'm saying. <laughs> I can only make assumptions. If you're, oh, if you're giving pushback on that, I've got questions for you, okay? <laughs> oh, man. So I up is uh, supposedly like a hundred people entered, right? Yeah. Hello. Yeah, no, it's it's like that. So like a hundred people entered, right? And yeah. feasibly, all of them die by the time we get to our final kind of conflict, right? Right. And then an army of sixty new people show up in the prison with guns, totally unexplained, and are just <laughs> killed off by our main characters. And then they never talk about where those 60 guys were who were all teamed up. It's like <laughs> 60 is better than four. They've got you beaten. Like, I don't, I don't fucking know. But that is like, that's that thing with this movie where it's like, God, you guys didn't pay any I didn't, attention. I didn't, you didn't pick up on it in a separate group. I didn't even, I will, like I did a not bunch notice. of, but that's the thing. It's like <laughs> a massive group of people organized, like that have all like ganged up. So it's like, why haven't we seen like what have these guys been doing that they've like been able to form this large group of people without any infighting that they've made it all the way to the end? Because listen, I know in battle royale games, if if there's like if you can kill your teammates, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Like they've yeah. got ammo, you're in the final ring. Like there's one other squad. Mm -hmm. That's my point. It's like I don't know where these extra guys came from. It seems like they just fluffed up the middle of the movie. And they just were like, we got to tack on a bunch of action right here in the end. Yeah. Uh, okay. Can I say this? I actually have literally nothing else to say about the movie unless, I'm done there's, with something, it too. unless okay. there's something you guys bring yeah, up. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I, I'm happy with where I, we're. I, yeah. I have to, this is what I have to say. Um, I didn't get an HD copy of this movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know if one exists. This I movie, don't think so looks like shit yeah. yeah i have like it's really rough and like i mean i guess it's, not just the sucked, not, not just the transfer because like i i thought i definitely thought that too there's definitely moments where it's like oh there's like dust that pops up randomly and like it, it's just everything's overexposed and shitty looking but there's oh, the there, light but, the lighting yeah, is crazy but there's flat out yeah. moments there's there's scenes where early on namely where like the before chris lambert shows up where it's like the british guy and the two chicks where there's and like the two or three scenes yeah she's completely out of frame, out of frame. <laughs> <laughs> it blew exactly. my mind it just yeah no and well and then they, there's a, a a crazy sequence where christian lambert is like going nuts and he's seeing all like it's all shot in red and i just have written down like oh great now the movie's harder to fucking watch like <laughs> this is like oh, i can't tell at oh, all yeah for like right for like 10 minutes they oh well here's one thing i actually want to touch on before we finish it up okay chris lambert's character supposedly is on a ludicrous cocktail of Prozac, Ritalin, and what was the other one, Brian? Valium. Valium. Yeah. And so it's like this character... It's all pretty normal medication. <laughs> yeah, okay, but this character who for sure isn't prescribed that cocktail medication <laughs> is just hallucinating his ass off the whole movie. <laughs> And we only get a couple minutes of it where he sees, like, a Thank sniper. A sni yeah. No, the whole movie should have been more of him. The angel of death weird, sniper? Like, yeah, we see the angel of death sniper, and then we see his, like, creepy dead, you know, kid in a hallway. And it's like, 
I think the movie should just all be like Chris Lambert hallucinating as he runs through this prison killing people. That's a more interesting movie. Yeah, that would be hilarious. That's a, and a shame that we'll never get it. <laughs> maybe well, that can I'm about ma- to hop on that a hop on that cocktail myself. So. Maybe, maybe <laughs> that can be uh, maybe that can be the the movie that I finally uh, I make that you guys produce. We'll do Mean Guns, the good version. <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Fortnite the movie. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't want, I, I'll, I'll make it, but I don't want my name on it. So Mean Guns, meh, at, the, at, at, at oh, its wait, very best, meh. Uh, let's put it on the tier list. Where is it on the tier list? Uh, I'd mean, give it an F. Like, I, I just don't. Well, I, I think, uh, let's talk about, like, no, I mean, Jacob, <laughs> I, I, I agree. But let's also think about it in the, like, in the, um, Context in the context of, the of so bad it's good okay or whatever you know oh well the, oh well and also we get a, a really i will stand by ice t's performance okay as much as i would stand by any other of my favorite actor and we can go into how he's a vampire with super strength and they that, had to kill him with silver with silver desert eagles and, exactly, <laughs> and, and and they specify that his teeth aren't made of silver they're made platinum of platinum, made of platinum. Because... <laughs> oh that's and, such a good point and, oh and, my and, God. And, yeah, yeah, a, yeah it's a vampire movie <laughs> yes. and, oh yeah, my God. And then I said this to Rob, it's not a cross, because a cross would burn him. Yeah. It's a T, because it's iced tea. (laughs) It's just what iced tea, that's literally, that's the other thing. That's not a costume. That's just what iced tea was wearing in 1997. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's what it is. So, yeah, then what are we feeling on this tier list? Ooh, do we want to give it? So how, about, how, how about we? How about we? How about we do this? We didn't assign a single title to the E tier. <laughs> do we want to yes. just lump it right in there? Okay. Yes, E for Edward. <laughs> Team Edward, vampires. <laughs> I agree with that. Robert Pattinson is way better than Taylor Lautner. Oh yeah. All right. Well. Speaking of uh, so bad, it's good. Actually, really quick. So, if for whatever reason uh, our conversation has intrigued you enough to watch Mean Guns and you haven't yet, uh, you can rent it on most platforms. I watched it on YouTube for like four dollars, which I think on is four dollars more than it's worth. Yeah, it's uh, on Amazon. But, you know, Amazon. <laughs> but uh, and wait, 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 wait! I didn't look, but I bet you can find it on Pornhub. Probably. I'm still saying just <laughs> go on Pornhub. You'll find it. I bet you'll find it. And if you don't, there's a bunch of, like, really neat videos on there. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm sure you'll find something. There's something for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, speaking of uh, one thing I, I, I wrote down as we were talking right there, but uh, we were talking about uh, interesting credits. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite oh, uh, one of my favorite pieces of credits in any movie ever uh, <laughs> goes to the movie I recommended, Rob and Brennan, uh, Fateful Findings by... Uh, Neil Breen. <laughs> so, and I do want to start this off by saying uh, I, I was watching Mean Guns right before we recorded, uh, just because I had some other stuff that I had to de- get done before I could do this. But uh, so everything was kind of last second. But I, as I'm finishing up Mean Guns, I got I got messages from both of you simultaneously. Rob, you you had said something like, "Wow, that was awful." And then Brennan <laughs> just followed up with, "I'm so mad at you right now." So please <laughs> elaborate. Um, well, let me say this. So, first of all, 
you, you sent us a whack-ass link. It was really hard to figure out, especially for me as, like, somebody that's, like, on my iPhone here. So yeah. I had to wait until Rob figured out and on Pornhub. Okay. And then, like, <laughs> it also took me a minute. So here's the thing. On Pornhub in general, I'm a guy who always looks at the comments. And so, like, my instincts, oh, yes. my instincts also took over. And at the bottom of the comment section was a guy who said, I had to watch this for a podcast, and I wish I hadn't. Oh, <laughs> God. Oh, God. I've never felt Rob? more on board with this. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that was, that was me from the future. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I guess, yeah, a really quick summary. Uh, Neil Breen is uh, a breakout very Maniac, strong a, fucking, a man who needs to be put down <laughs> he is a he is a, a strong powerful voice for the independent film movement he no, has made hard, hard disagree he has made yeah. five five feature films so far uh recently he's producing a documentary on the the making of all five of his movies which yeah, is yet to be god released thank god that he's making that for everyone <laughs> Fateful Findings Does is he the... like le- Wait, hold up. Yeah. Does he legally have to release that as like proof of like him not doing no, like shit so on he, set or whatever? So, no, no, no. So today. This guy's a fucking creep. Especially yeah, for the casting. He casting. Really is. Especially because yeah. I, I didn't know the guy too. I was like, God, yeah, I gotta know Jacob because I've never seen his other movies. I've only yeah. seen the super cuts. I've seen. Is there uh, this much nudity in all of his so, movies? So there's like a partial, so, partial so, nudity. So partial. If, yeah, I was about to say yeah. how much how much nudity. And specifically there? him. Specifically yeah. him. There's a great. There, there's an infamous. There's an infamous shot in in uh in his first movie where he's in a uh, a public pool with uh, a woman and they're both naked and they're floating face down and we get a very good shot of the gooch. For a solid like ten seconds, uh, okay. <laughs> but uh, he so yeah no the the whole documentary thing is is Leave that was in. that Leave was a yeah. I want them to see it that was a <laughs> that was a a promise that he um the 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 documentary was a promise that he was fulfilling because his last movie was crowdfunded. I haven't seen his most recent movie yet, but from what I understand, it's it's the most hilarious thing that he's done. It's just impossible to find a copy of anything the, of the, that he's released it, unless so unless you Brady, buy his DVDs, which are like forty dollars a piece, and all you get is the movie. So, to put it nicely, Neil Breen um, looks and acts and makes movies. You know, like he is the um, incest child of Steve Gutenberg. Mm. That is that <laughs> is that is. That is that is who Neil Breen is. Right? <laughs> okay. Well, I just I want to say like I I looked at his Wikipedia and I have this like Jacob, you've said so bad it's good, Brennan, you've said that too. I have this thing about these so bad it's good movies where it's like, hey, let's not encourage some of these people. Like some of okay. these people shouldn't well, be yeah, encouraged no. to make these films. I also agree with that, Rob. And he um, he himself in his Wikipedia page, apparently he was like an architect. He still is. And real so, so agent. my, in a real estate, so my whole thing is like, this is just 
a rich asshole <laughs> who like decided in the early aughts he was like oh wow it's really easy for like rich people to get their hands on like nice high quality cameras now I'm gonna make a movie. High quality. This movie oh, is so much easier to see than the fucking mean guns. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mean guns. That's the only nice thing I can say about this movie. They filmed it on it the looks first way Nokia better than mean guns. If you ever look at his uh, the first movie he made, it looks like it was ripped straight out of the '80s, and it's from 2005. So if that's is any that, consolation, is that, one, is that the one where he's Jacob. in the desert with computers yeah. and shit? Double down. Yeah. Well, right. well, well, hold on. Oh, and well, I have high school videos that look better than this. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> no joke. Like we've got like mass media projects yeah. that are like way better than this shit. Exactly, but he, I I am a hard disagree with you guys. I th- I want to see more of what this guy does. I find him fascinating. I want to well, see more uh, of what whatever weird. Neil yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I, so I agree with that. You know what? I I got major. So Rob and I have just watched the first two seasons of Twin Peaks. Like that is okay. fresh in our memory. Oh yeah, I he is me. a Twin Peaks character. I, well, <laughs> I've heard him described as a Tim and Eric sketch. Well, I, so yes, there's that. That gives him no, too much credit. No, exactly. There is, no, but here is the I, what I would say is he's a man who um, the only media like he's never read a book or seen <laughs> yeah. a movie or a TV yeah. show. The only thing he's ever seen is t- the first two seasons of Twin Peaks. <laughs> And that's they allowed him, he's got money and they allowed him to make a movie. And so that's just what he knows as a normal movie. Like that's <laughs> the most, that's the kindest thing I can say to him because there's some weird shit going on in here. There's like a book that's almost like the fucking obelisk of 2001. Well, this is like, this is the least the interesting plot. This is the least interesting plot of the movies. I Like of what I know. Okay. This is the least interesting story. What would you say because, is the best uh, thing that he's done so far? Because I th- I think well, it's I, this. I've only seen the supercuts. That's my okay. issue. I, I've read all the synopses. Um, Which, by the way, actually, here, Brennan, tell me what you. Th- I, I want to hear really quick since you're Rob, so you're familiar with it. I want to Brennan. I'm going to give you a good sense of uh, the dynamic range this guy has as a writer. Okay. So his first movie is called Double Down. All right. He plays a hacker who lives out in the desert. Who uh, wants he to, loves he, hacking. He, he wants to. <laughs> he wants to expose. He wants to expose government secrets for their corruption and terribleness. Brennan, okay? you're right. I have a question. He's, he's seen Twin Peaks season one, and he's, <laughs> yes. and he's yeah. seen hackers with Angelina Jolie. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. I have a question. Yeah. In any of these movies, does he get at all specific? No. about the secrets no. that he well, has I, I, I think I, I think I think we all know what he I mean the secrets we, we all know what, what he's talking well, about well okay wait, wait, wait. Actually, I actually have something about this I actually have something about this suicide montage at the end of the movie like, <laughs> it's, it's it's not Michael crimsoning his child but it's <laughs> and all of these Speaking. people committing suicide but anyway anyway really so double down hacker in the desert trying to expose government secrets his next movie I am here here now and we got to emphasize that because there's four periods in between here and now uh, uh is about one ne- more <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. and i'm here now neil breen is uh space jesus from another galaxy who has created all life on earth and has come down to punish the people he deems bad for failing as a human species fateful findings is about a hacker 
who wants to expose government secrets for corruption and prove how evil the government really is. Pass nah, through. He's a writer. He's pass a writer. Through, he's a writer. Okay, yeah. Okay, so a little <laughs> bit different. Pass through and Twisted Pair, his two most recent movies. Yeah, 2016, 2018 or he, whatever. Yeah, he is a cybernetic being from the future who has created oh all God. life on planet Earth who wants to come down and punish the human species for their failures to uh He is, to thrive. He is the Breedaverse. The <laughs> he is, one, he's a Scientologist reformist, which those guys are really fucking crazy. Whoa. And... <laughs> and and this guy is just so up his own ass about everything. I mean, it's nuts. It's nuts. Well, it's one okay, thing to real put quick. yourself. It's what because we watched Jim Cummings put himself in a movie, and yeah. not once does he prop himself up on a pedestal. This guy's just jumping pedestal to pedestal like fucking Mario. <sighs> Can we talk about the way he types? Yes. Oh my god. There's so much to talk about the fucking computers. Can I I have two things I gotta get through the something. Coffee. Hold on. Okay. I gotta Well, I got here. I got I got two things. One with the secrets. I just wanna bring up I read the wiki synopsis for this movie. Okay. The Wikipedia for this movie and his Wikipedia are written sarcastically. Yes. They are the whole article <laughs> is written the synopsis. It's all sarcastic. And the the one that they quote it four times in this wiki synopsis, they quote that the whole thing is him trying to find I I quote the most secretive government and corporate yeah. secrets. <laughs> that is the quote. It's the most secretive secrets you could possibly find. And not only that, but you want to talk about uh, on the nose dialogue. The very first scene we see him in his office, he's typing, and he stops to to say to to himself. I'm going to continue to hack into these government databases to see oh what God, I can wait, find I gotta, I gotta about all this national them. and international corruption uh, that I know uh, is going on. <laughs> wait, here it is. Here it is. Here's a quote. Here's a quote from that scene. I have a damn master's degree in computer science, <laughs> and I turn out to be a writer, dot, 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 of novels. Of novels, yeah. <laughs> so I, so it's, this movie is like... <clears throat> um, uh, at it's first, like first shot of his desk, three laptops. I just yeah, sure yeah, uh, yeah, and like none of them are on. Um, <laughs> none of them are on. <laughs> yeah, but like that's <sighs> the other thing that is about his, about yeah. his movies is there's always there's like like to answer. I didn't even answer your question, but the, yeah, the, the nudity is constant. The laptops getting broken is constant. The magical it's rocks and or and or the magical the the magical rock and or magical item is constant. The women oh. not wearing bras is constant. Oh. How about the children? How about the children? How about the, like the the children like, are constant. Girls? Well, not the, the, okay. This is the only one where we have a thing like that, but there are other movies he's done so, where so you have terrible children so he's actors. Evolving as yeah. a filmmaker. Okay. Oh yes. yeah, he's like as a pedophile. <laughs> he's or like, oh, I finally got around a Woody Allen's film. Like, I'm sorry. I, Jacob, I'm sorry. I've been using the word pedophile. Your listeners might prefer a febophile. I know. <laughs> I know that's what they've been going by recently. But I'm not trying to alienate them. I don't condone any of their shit, though. Yeah, it's, right? a, it's a disease. Fair like, enough. Yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so, yeah. Sorry, Brent. You were, you were saying I cut you off. What, you, what were you saying? Oh, I mean, I think I was probably about to lead into the fact that this dude, it's super weird. This guy just has made a movie where, like, a, a girl... Just touching, like... I don't, like, okay, so I, do, I did not look into if she is underage. But, no, like, she's not. She's not. In the 
in the context of the movie, it feels very much that way. Yeah. And I just do not it's care expressly. For that at all. I'm pretty sure it's expressly yeah. like said. Pretty much. Well, yeah. I'll also say this. Here's the thing. I started the movie. Um, I was very upset. Uh, it really sucked for a little bit, and then he gets hit by a car, and that was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> it made me, yeah, but, it made me but, laugh a lot. <laughs> yeah, but wait, spoil- oh well. Also, it's so funny the way he like he drops his phone too, and oh, like yeah. bends over. That's how he gets hit. There's a point that someone made where you could take any scene out of this movie and put it in black and white, and put like elevator music behind it, and have an announcer go, "Are you tired of this yeah, happening yeah, to you?" Yeah, and then. Yeah. Yeah, and you have instant like infomercial that. fodder. Also, everybody is spiking the camera. Yeah. Every single one, of, mm. every single actor is looking right in the fucking camera. <laughs> Especially his, uh, you know, wife who has a strange non-American foreign accent. Whoa! Yeah. And he was actually implaceable. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. was. He was. He was compared a couple minutes ago to Tim and Eric or a Tim and Eric sketch. Yeah. The one thing I want to compare him to Tim and Eric on, it's like. This guy is obviously working with no-name actors, same mm-hmm. as Tim and Eric. This guy somehow makes the Tim and Eric no-name actors look like Hollywood A-list stars. Yeah. Like, the well, guy... Some of them are. The I mean, pe- like, Ray the Wise. People he, uh, no, I know, but I'm talking about the real deep-cut, like, no-name people well, I mean, on you've Tim got the and fucking, Eric. You've got the guy from well, that, I that, Think You Should Leave. That's My point is that these, these people in this Neil Breen movie look like they are so desperate to get their SAG card, it, and it, he's just, like, printing them out of his van. <laughs> like, it's, well, not, it, it's not, not, not entirely, good. Not entirely fair, like though, because... Stars. Not entirely fair because Jim has gone on to go be on an episode of Pawn Stars, the guy who well, who gets murdered, and that girl that we keep right. on talking oh, about. Yeah. <laughs> Jim. Jim. The girl Poor that Jim. the girl that we were talking about is now like a famous Instagram model. So okay, none we're, of we all got to start is, somewhere. None of this has any. Oh my god! <laughs> well. Jacob, Jacob, do you think how many pedophiles you fucking think saw this movie and were like, I gotta fucking follow this girl on Instagram? And of course, yeah, now yeah. she's famous. Exactly. Right. Okay. Like, of course, now, I don't mean to be like rude or no, super no, no, dark, no. but no, like, no, that no. doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, but also, I just, I want to like, just once again, this guy should not be allowed to do what he is doing. To go out of the house. This guy, like, we are in quarantine right now. <laughs> this guy should be in constant quarantine. <laughs> like, you know how at, at, like, CIA black sites, they dose you up with LSD, and then they play, like, really awful Barney episodes? <laughs> this guy is that. And you should keep him locked up in a fucking black site. Like, that doesn't belong in the real world. <laughs> So, Jacob, I wanted yeah. to Oh, I know. hated this it was, movie. <laughs> it was at a certain point, Rob was like, I'm scrubbing around a little bit. Yeah. And I was hey, like... Hey, 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 that's our secret, Brennan, you piece <laughs> so, of shit. Well, no, you, you had <laughs> seen the supercut. You, you got the gist of it. You saw yeah. the important and, parts. And, and I also scrubbed 20 minutes myself. Uh, and then, you know, I saw a bunch of stuff. This guy just being wild pills Mo- bullshit most uh, importantly but, did you see the i, I for everything well, we've said about hold what, on what, yeah for the, everything we've said about neil breen i i just i feel like i i, I need to make sure 
did you see the most compelling scene in the whole movie where Jim unfortunately commits suicide? <laughs> I mean, oh yes. I, he, does not, he does not do it, but yeah, I mean, his wife is uh, obviously. And then the, the daughter comes and is like, you killed him. And she's like, oh, inside. No, I didn't. No, I just saw that. And she puts it down. It's wild as hell. No, I. At a I wish point, that I could I, step Jacob, inside Neil for, Breen's head yeah. oh, and, sure. and, and and imagine like because he you you got to imagine he was like, this is my moment. This is my Oscar. Oh this my is God. what this is the <laughs> mo- it, it, this was in Ed Wood where J- where Johnny Depp is like this is the one they're gonna remember me for. That was happening uh, in Neil Breen's head when he smeared that blood across his cheek and he said, I uh, cannot believe you committed suicide. <laughs> wow, I cannot yeah, oh. believe that you right. committed suicide. <laughs> I can't. I can't oh, oh, dude! I gotta, I gotta pull the Wikipedia again. All right, Hold so on. yeah, sorry, I keep cutting you, you off, Brennan. What were you saying? I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> you were scrubbing around. Yeah. You skipped 20 minutes. Uh, I was just gonna say, I was very close to just watching Ghost Rider two instead, <laughs> and just trying to fuck with you and like, just not like just do that instead of this, but I. <laughs> I decided to show some respect because it was so easy to watch it. And like, there's so much of this movie you can, I really wasn't doing anything else because I had to watch it on my phone. I couldn't use my phone for anything else, but there's so much of this movie that I can just look around my room and be away from it. (laughs) (laughs) You you were watching this and you're like, wow, my room is actually a lot bigger than I thought. (laughs) I mean, uh, I mean like in the most, in like the most like real funny terms, I was just thinking about like somebody who was mean to me on Instagram recently. And I was able to zone out with that <laughs> for a little bit. For some reason, it was more comforting. Yeah, well, it's it's. I mean, it's like when you you sit down to take a shit and you you realize that you don't have your phone after you've already started taking the shit. So yeah. there's no going back. Exactly. There's no going yeah. back. To, there's like you're stuck in 2002. That's it. <laughs> oh yeah, I God. wanted to just. I wanted to like just talk about. Um, the the computers yeah so so on his, on his desk he starts with three computers laptops none of them turned on just slamming <laughs> the keys with his fingers too like his typing is incredible like so limp-wristed well and he also it's like he's adopted this typing style of not looking at the keyboard yeah. and like i think in his mind he thinks it implies I'm so smart. I don't even need to like it, make sure I'm not looks making mistakes. Comical, though. It really truly yeah, looks I know. comical. <laughs> as if somebody was in a comedy movie as a person that was pretending to. Like whenever you see someone yeah. trying to play a video game in a movie and you can tell they're just mashing buttons. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it looks like a Sims typing on a keyboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, okay. So he has three laptops. He's typing on the one and then he has, he passes out. And spills coffee all over that laptop. Yeah. I, I have never spilled coffee on my laptop, but I have gone out of my way to avoid spilling coffee on my laptop because I know what happens when you do that, when you <laughs> spill a liquid on a laptop. So we fast forward uh, two scenes. We're back at the desk. Now four laptops <laughs> sit on the desk. Now we're at four laptops. None of them turned on. Yes, it makes sense point. because yeah. laptop one has been destroyed. He needed to replace it, right? So he's, at, he's got four laptops Overkill. now. He did, yeah, but <laughs> the other thing, 
He didn't just take one of the other laptops and say, all right, this is the one I'm using now. <laughs> he got another laptop. Because those two laptops, they are doing what they need to be doing. They're essential where they are. So we, we're at four laptops on his fucking – on his desk <laughs> – and we get to this scene with his wife where they are having – they go from, like, impassioned conversation, I think, to argument to, like, laughing giddy sex in his office. <laughs> and oh, during this scene – That is crazy. During this scene, he, like it, – it's that thing where it's, like, I got to push all this stuff off my desk to fuck this woman. <laughs> but he, like, one by one, it takes one laptop and just drops it. <laughs> the other laptop just no, he, throws, he throws so much paper up in the air and he just keeps and ripping each other's paper. shirts ripping each other's shirts like he destroys the office and then later in the movie because like we never really get a feel on which laptop is which because three of them look the same yeah he's he's just you he's typing again and my question for you is as a filmmaker, how can you not show me that you are currently using a working laptop when I've seen you destroy all the other laptops? I think it's just Fucking an unspoken movie. I think it's an unspoken rule that hackers just have a closet full. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I was thinking like maybe he got the one laptop because only the the keyboard broke when he spilled the coffee. I was like, maybe he just needs a new keyboard to use. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, Hackers, man. man. But yeah, no, oh. there is there is. Um, I, I think I, I don't remember if I said it earlier, but there is. If for whatever reason you decide you want to go back and check out more of this guy's filmography, there is a drinking game based on uh, all the tropes of his movies that is very very fun to play. I've done it once or twice with uh, several of my other college friends, and I guarantee you, you'll be wasted by at least 20 minutes into the movie. Uh, Jacob, <laughs> Jacob, can I be real with you, man? Yeah. Um, I, like, really struggle with addiction in a lot of ways, and I'm, like, trying to deal with it. Um, I love getting fucked up. Mm-hmm. This movie made me want to get sober. Uh, this movie, I was like, I can't take it anymore. I need to get back to ground zero. <laughs> shit like this is being made. I need to hit reset. All right. So, well, I'll see I, I you gotta, in 30 I, days. <laughs> I just got to say, like, Neil Breen naked in the shower made me very uncomfortable. Very sad. The he, other he thing makes me uncomfortable. The, well, yeah. The other thing that really upset me is trash bag world. The like <laughs> the black the black void world he created by just plastering <laughs> trash bags up in his garage. That's a great point. Yeah, that that world. was like very very uncomfortable for me. Every time we had to go back there, <laughs> trash bag world. Um, but the other thing the other thing about these movies that I, I thought was so funny with the like the trash bag thing where it's like oh you just like figured out you could just plaster black trash bags around and a camera won't pick up anything but you like okay cool whatever you're you're doing your thing you're making movies but the other there's a scene where he's looking in a mirror yeah, and he walks away from the mirror, and it does that trick where he's like still in the mirror, even yeah. though he's not. Yeah, and, and yeah. that's with this movie and like a lot of movies in this thi- this category. It's like, oh, while you were making this movie, someone showed you how to do that, so you were like, I gotta put this in my movie. Exactly, yeah. It's gonna, yeah, yeah. 
really tip it over. And there's a lot of other scenes like that where it's like you'll have a character like sitting in a chair and will fade to an, uh, the same shot, but there's no one in the chair. Or like yeah. the or like the random businessman's Old feet lady. that walk in and out of scenes and then fade oh, away. With the blood, yeah, yeah. And then there's the old lady who like fades away at the end, and I felt oh. like that was very much out of Twin Peaks. Yeah, <laughs> I, I listen. I really uh, there's so I much to say, you, and I've just got nothing else. <laughs> like, okay. like I really, I let me speak for Brennan. I don't like you anymore. Yeah, we uh, you know, like you talked about like having us on the podcast again, and I'm like, I don't know how to like block you fast enough. I think is like is truly the real answer here. If I recommend you something that like strictly art house a twenty four, will you come back? Well, no. I mean, once again, (laughs) motherfucker, I can't believe I like genuinely tried to find a movie you hadn't seen that was like good, and then you both. <laughs> fucking, like I've got like Pete Buttigieg and Elizabeth Warren on the podcast with me, yeah, okay. fucking me from both sides over here. Right, God All damn right, it, Bernie! It was a lot of fun talking about your super serious movie. That was the most fun part of the podcast. You're right. <laughs> All right, so if any, I guess is that our final thoughts on Faithful Findings, or do we want to anything else we want to say? I'm I'm done. In the words of (laughs) Daniel Day Lewis, and fucking (laughs) there will be blood. I'm finished. All right. (laughs) Well, yeah. uh, I just want to say, if you truly need to experience Neil Breen, the supercuts of his films are way more enjoyable because, like, what Jacob was talking about the drinking game. The supercut I watched is literally just like they took all the scenes you would drink normally at, they cut out <laughs> all the other garbage, and they mixed it all together. So you get like forty minutes of awesome wild shit. Yeah. Like I mean, that's I think that's the way you should experience this guy if you're going to. Okay. I yeah I, I agree. You're an alcoholic. Yeah. Yes, no. I understand. And, if, and if anyone and if anyone else is is listening that's interested, I think on my channel right now I do have two of those uh, watch parties I hosted with some friends where we checked out this movie and his first movie Double Down, and I'm pretty sure we were also playing along the drinking game at both. So if you want to get a good sense of what <laughs> these movies are before you check them out for yourself, then uh, check those out as well but uh yeah i'm gonna go comment on those (laughs) (laughs) rob rob found a way to copy and paste uh commas into swastikas so he's like just dropping that all over your feet i got a question did you you recorded like the whole watch party like yeah an hour or so yeah well yeah so so, yeah what i did was i i sat down and uh i just had this recorder going and then i cut it down to like the best like 10 15 minutes of it so it's oh, not literally okay. just it's not uh, a commentary track straight through it's it's literally just the moments where we <laughs> all lost our say, shit yeah i was gonna say if you're gonna watch these movies you should listen to jacob's commentary so that when you kill yourself <laughs> at least at least it will be to the the, the sultry voice of jake the, the sound of my jacob. my horrible yeah. seth rogan laugh as you uh, well, i was gonna say yeah out. no if you kill yourself but you put headphones on you'll think you're you're dying to <laughs> seth rogan laughing as you <laughs> as you uh as you get elected to become a corrupt senator and then lock yourself in a a car 
and turn on the, senators, the gas those lane. Those senators yeah. looked ragged. Those were not senators. <laughs> like, <laughs> two of them shot those themselves were homeless in the head. people. <laughs> like, he couldn't think of enough ways for them to kill themselves either. Yeah. Like two of them blew to, their brains out. He had to show any had to show a sniper trying to kill him. Yeah. He had to show the fact that he also and he like people like, were trying to stop. He it. sees it and is like uninterrupted by it during his speech. <laughs> One of the quotes, like when people see what I've been working on, they're gonna see the way they should really be seeing things. Like it's <laughs> what wild. I have found will I, shock yeah, no. you. <laughs> Seriously, I, I have nothing other to say about the movie than he needs to go to jail. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Agreed. I, I what's yeah. I'm a strong disagree. Anything that he makes, I'm gladly gonna see any way I can. Uh, he has a new movie coming out, Twisted Pair Part Two. Oh, <laughs> to, no, the release date to be no. determined. He's on his sequels now. <laughs> yeah, he's built the universe up enough that he's on his sequels. His his last movie, literally, uh, t- it, Twisted Pair, it ends with a, a fucking Avengers. Uh, Neil Breen will return in Twisted Pair Part Two. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yes. Not only that, but so he he funded his he funded uh, movies one two three and uh, yeah well, the first three movies he funded by himself he crowdfunded uh, his fourth movie pass through uh, I think he fund no he he fund, he crowdfunded pass through and Twisted Pair and now he's actually asking for studio support for Twisted Pair Part Two so it's I don't know like hopefully we can see person in- has a <laughs> a mental illness hopefully like we you- can see. You shouldn't be encouraging this behavior, <laughs> I, Jacob. I want to live in a world where we see A24 as Twisted Pair Part 2. <laughs> Listen, if, if, if it takes, like, the world we're living in right now versus, like, more Neil Breen, I truly hope coronavirus takes us. I am I'm done with this whole thing. All right, um, Jacob. Thanks so much for having us on the podcast. Man. Of course, really man. Yeah, it. thank you guys for coming out. This is the most fun I've had in a long time. As, given all the shit that's been going on in the world, I'd love to have you guys on again. We joked that when, if and when this all blows over, but definitely, I want. I am in a huge rush to get you guys on again. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, I know Brennan's hot to leave. Um, I'm not going anywhere, Jacob. I'm okay. actually staying on the podcast for another couple, couple of days. Uh, so just keep, days. Your, keep your recorder on. Okay. Um, well, here, here, let me just Jay, wrap. You can actually go to sleep. Okay. Here, well, here, let me just wrap this up really quick. So, yeah, thank you guys for watching the Watchlist podcast. Again, Brennan and Rob, thank you guys so much for coming out. Join us next time. We're going to have a friend of mine, Nadia Marblestone, who is a production person. I think she does editing and videography work for Greenleaf Productions out in Bethlehem. We're going to be talking about two comedy movies. She recommended me Due Date with Robert Downey Jr. and Zach Galifianakis. And I recommended her, Obvious Child. Uh, I'll put how you can watch those movies in the description so you can be in on the conversation for next time. So thank you guys for watching the Watchlist podcast, and we'll see you next time.